Hey everybody, welcome back to the War Porn Podcast. Real quick preamble this week, we are watching Zack Snyder's The uh, Justice League. I almost said Zack Snyder's The Snyder Cut, which I guess technically it is. It is Zack Snyder's, Z- Zack Snyder's Cut, The Justice of League. Nailed it. One take. Woo! This is actually my second take. Why am I lying? Anyway, I hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, one of the first that we've done where the episode is shorter than the movie. Thank you, Zack Snyder, for that. Uh, Also, big thanks to everyone who's donating to the Patreon. Uh, You guys are amazing. I'm going to be giving you more updates as as the move comes along, uh, uh, which will be be soon. Uh, I hope you guys are having a a lovely whenever this is for you, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, I, I, I don't think... I don't think there's anything crazy uh, uh, that we need to spoil. We mostly talked about... I mean, other than the movie. We mostly just talked about uh, the, the Justice League and how I don't, I, I, how I feel about Superman for like an obnoxious amount of time. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it. I, I hope you guys enjoy and uh, download every single episode so that the metrics go up. Okay, bye. Do 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 do. This is the theme song. War porn. War porn song. Hey everyone, welcome! Hello and welcome back. Welcome, welcome, wel- welcome one. Welcome, welcome all. all. Yeah. Um, and if you're um here. Okay, great. Yeah, great start. Great start. <laughs> hot, hot start. You, you ever start a sentence and then your brain can only give you like things you shouldn't say? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, like cycling every through. sentence I start. Every just... I was like I was like no not that. No not that. <laughs> yep. No not that. Yep. Like a Rolodex of problematic things. Yeah. We have started multiple episodes on a on a problematic tone and we're not going to do that today. We're not going to do that. We're talking about talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, the way you just said that, I I don't know why, but it it felt a little racist. It it just like Snyder. Nope, I refuse to take the bait. Uh, you 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 shan't cancel me, Gene. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, but a theme of it is that I'm worried about being canceled. And what I've discovered <laughs> is it's that Gene has been like inceptioning that idea. And in, I've never actually inceptioning. Ever, I've never gotten a negative comment about That's the podcast. Anti-Semitic. I've never been told I'm problematic. I've never been told I'm too racy, 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 I'm or not, racist, or racist. You, you're except me, by you, Eugene. You are very Eugene. You are definitely not racy. You dress very modestly. You dress like a lesbian frog, and that's that's okay. You are racist, but you know whatever. It happens. You're racist. Yeah. We talked about, or uh, we watched a movie this week. We sure did. I already said the name of the movie. Oh. You weren't listening because you were trying to set up that I was racist. <laughs> yeah. We watched Justice League, The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Which sounds like a briss. Huh? Get it? That's a, that's a circumcision joke. Gene told me that joke before the pod. And yeah, was I like, was testing it. He was testing it out. Um, and you said it was good. Yeah, when you delivered it the first way. You know, that's... You well, undercut your own joke. you got to believe in your jokes, Gene. All right. Just like I believe in my racism. It's true. You do. <laughs> because that one time I said that guy looked like... <laughs> you said last week, you said that guy looks like Jerry Seinfeld. 
and that guy was black. Yeah, I'm and sorry. That I, I'm, I'm I sorry pointed that, I... that out, and then you got just like Hufflepuffy and racist. You made it and... about race. I was just like, that guy kind of looks like Seinfeld, and you were like, how dare you? And <laughs> just like, it just. I don't know, but then you did like all these mental backflips about like <laughs> I am not racist. I am a queer veteran, and I have no, four hundred thousand followers on TikTok. I never brought up any of and this I defend gun ownership and blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay, racist, right? Remember that's that? right. My what have I, what have I spent the week doing saying how gun Defending, control is racist? Yeah, <laughs> which is like. You know, it's like, how dare you? How yeah? How dare you? Patrick? How dare you? That was yeah. You just so I'm I'm um so you're you're a uh, queer disabled veteran and you're Jewish, <laughs> which is another way of saying I have a master's degree in <laughs> psychology, right? I just love that one time I was like, hey, Gene, if you're going to make jokes on the podcast about Judaism, you should probably preface that you're Jewish so we don't get emails. Yeah. <laughs> and he started every podcast by going, I'm Jewish? No, I said, I'm a Jew. <laughs> Remember the first episode we recorded and I like, I, it, in a throwaway sentence brought up Israel and you're like, oh, are, are people going to be upset? Like... <laughs> Maybe we should, uh, you should say something about you. And now we're just like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, racism, all that. It's great. I love it. I, I like your idea of, of the, the racist timeline is a snide comment about Israel and then a joke about a black Jerry Seinfeld. You're like, yeah, look how far we've come. I know, look how far we've come with how comfortable we are with ourselves. Yeah, there's de- definitely nothing here that needs um, yeah. any further any exploration. Editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, guys, welcome to a podcast that uh, needs an editor. Yeah. Uh, but we had For to... For diver- pro-, pro bono work. <laughs> uh, but we, we diverted the funds we had to editing to the Keep Pat Housed Fund. Keep Pat Houseful. Houseful. Full of house. Like a like a doctor house. Yep. <laughs> I, I, this is my GoFundMe for yeah. my medical bills. And by medical bills, I mean I need housing. Housing, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. How are you doing with that? Good. Uh, I, the Some people donated more on the Patreon, so mm-hmm. our Patreon's looking nice and... What is nice our and, Patreon? Oh, you should head over to www.backslashwarpornpodcast at gmail. No, I don't. It's patreon.com slash warporn podcast. Nailed it. You did it. Yeah, see? Uh, that uh, that fund is going to be... I, I, move, I have to be out by June 1st, so I'm going to start looking for apartments here in the city soon. One of the fun things about New York, if you don't live here, is you are not allowed to move. You're not allowed to like plan a move. You have to like... The, every place I looked is like, are you trying to move next week? Uh, if not... Fuck you! Yeah, and it's like I would like to move um, like mid-May, and they're like, "Oh, you fucking peasant! Yeah, Get out of here!" Yeah, it's true. You come back May eighteenth, yeah. and we'll maybe talk about yeah. getting you in an apartment. Yeah, it's like I, but that that's really stressful. And they're like, "Yeah, welcome to real estate." But it's also isn't it isn't is, you know not to divert the conversation too much, but isn't the housing market really in favor of the person looking for the house right now? 
Yeah, that doesn't change the fact that the landlords want people in their apartments now. <sighs> Those fuckers. Because, like, they're idiots. Mm-hmm. So they don't want, like, oh, you'll definitely take the apartment in a month? Cool. I, I've got someone. They're like, yeah, but I want someone now. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, I bought this property I can't afford, and if I don't fill it full of tenants that I overcharge, how am I supposed to make a profit? Yeah. Can't somebody think about the landlords? The landlords. It's just like, <laughs> will someone think of the landlords? Will someone please <laughs> think of the landlords? Do, like, you, do you tip your landlord? <laughs> you every Christmas. Every, Chris, every Christmas I tip my landlord. Oh, God, no. <laughs> do you really? No. I wouldn't. I don't. Why? Can you not jangle? I'm sorry. Key? Don't do it right into the... Hey, for any babies listening, listen to that, huh? That'll make you laugh. There's some car keys. Can you stop? I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> How about every time you say something racist, I just jangle the car keys. I So guys, when he jangles those car keys, that means Gene has gotten uncomfortable because the concept of race has come up and he can't okay. situate race That'll, that'll be very helpful when we talk about Cyborg. Can you please put the keys <laughs> All right, down? okay. Dude, that was all... Gonna, like, last episode, you got a fucking sore throat and you decided to yell the entire Yo, time. Yo, uh, I, I, I don't know who... Someone on Twitter Can said you? I sounded sexy with the sore throat. No one said that. No, someone did. They lied to And they were right. Off. They were right. I mean, I sound sexy normally, but... You don't. Especially with the sore throat. Ooh. We have Loki here, Pat's, Pat's dog. Say hi, Loki. Please don't do the keys again. <laughs> Give me the keys. No! No, you can't be trusted. Give I want it to be a Give reoccurring bit. They're going out the window. Dude, it'll be... S- no. <laughs> Don't throw them out the window. Fine. You do it again. All right, fine. <laughs> you earned this. Thing. Fine. So let's talk about um, the the film. Sure. Oh, uh, we did we introduce ourselves? We usually talk about, like, uh, trauma so, and, okay, and the so war. The ostensible... <laughs> theme of the podcast is you're a veteran i'm a therapist we watch popular movies break down what they have to say about war mental health society trauma stuff like that and then at the end we, we've been forgetting to do this but we talk about if it's war porn or not meaning does it glorify the military or even just combat in general right Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do, you know. But then other times we just <laughs> jingle just, car keys. But other times we don't. <laughs> uh, because at the end of the day, uh, both of us have undiagnosed neurodivergence. Yeah. I'm technically diagnosed ADHD, but it, well, everybody knows this is what autism uh, looks like. <laughs> and Gene clearly has ADHD, but refuses to acknowledge it. So yeah, I'm a psycho. So That's if, what I if mean. at any point during the podcast you're like, this is frustrating to listen to, uh, you're being ableist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you shut this podcast off, if at any point early, you're being able, if you think that it's not funny, if you don't laugh at one of our jokes, yep, ableist. If you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't send money to the Patreon, ableist. ableist. If if you think that this bit is reducing actual ableism to a punchline, ableist. ableist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take that, take that. take that, liberals. Um, yeah. Whew, we're we're running out of people uh, to offend. Yeah, 
I mean... You know what? But, like, if we offend everyone, eventually we'll be famous. Yes, it's true. It's true. We should be more racist. We'll that's get how a you get... call-out post. We could get on old Tucky Carlson. Yeah. So this week, uh, the HBO streaming service, HBO... Max. Max? Now? Plus. No, it's a, it Go. was HBO Now, and was... it was HBO Go, but then they combined them together to make HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah. Wait, so Now plus Go equals Max? Yes. Does that mean they, they were Nowsy Pads and Gozy Pads? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. All I know is a, I, I, a, I don't think you understood that joke, but let's see if the chat did. Nowsy pads, gozy pads. Yeah. So now plus go equals max. Oh, like a max. It was a tampon joke. It was a tampon. Well, no, maxi pads aren't tampons. Sexist. You know that a maxi pad is not a tampon, oh, right? What is it? It's a pad. What's a pad? Oh, 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 oh. Woo! We about to get into yeah. some oh, no, crazy yeah. okay, yeah. territory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's we up? were talking in the car earlier. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a lot about human anatomy. Because you said you thought you had prosthesis. Is there no thing that you are like, Pat maybe doesn't want this brought up on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I might I might have prostatitis. It's a, you know what? Once again, super common thing that every, like a lot of men experience. It's a, it's a bacteria infection of your prostate. It's like not. And then you shamed me for not knowing what a prostate is. Yeah, you're like, how old are you? Are you 32 or 28? I'm. <laughs> Why are those the two options? Because I, I, re- I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, are you 20? 31. You're 31. So you may, I'm 14 years old. I know that. <laughs> so you've been around the sun 31 times, and at no point did you learn what a prostate is? I know. Well... Oh man, you, you're gonna you be in asked, for, okay, you're you, gonna be in for a surprise when you turn forty. You asked me what it was, and I said it's the thing, <laughs> the thing that stores that, that makes, makes cum. Makes cum. That's what your answer was. <laughs> and you were like, "No, what are you, an idiot?" But then at no point did you explain what it is. I told you it's like it, it, it wraps around the base of your. Penis. Yeah, but what does it do? Well, it's a, a large proponent in like male pleasure, but it also key. It's like it wraps around the urethra, so it like you know that thing that you can squeeze to like stop peeing. That's your prostate. Oh, and your muscles. Okay. Well, this whole conversation came up because I actually now I feel feel kind of goofy because I can't give like a super quick explanation of what the prostate is. Hold on, let this, me let me Google it for you. The prostate. Let me give you a little yeah, anatomy you, you lesson. You really gave me a lot of shit. Let's see. It's an accessory gland of the male reproductive system and a muscle-driven mechanical switch between urination and ejaculation. Ah. It is found only in some mammals. It differs the best. Uh, the prostate glands produce and contain fluid that forms part of the semen. So you weren't completely wrong. Yeah. See. Uh, the substance that is emitted during ejaculation is part of... Why am I reading this? Uh, <laughs> um, there you go. Do you feel... It's, um... That's what it looks like. It's like a little walnut, and it, it's like at the base. Oh. Right there. That right there. That's why... Wait, wh- which one is it? It's this one, right under the bladder. See that? Oh. So, see how the, it goes... The bladder, like, Oh, that's why... It. And it's, like, pressing on the rectum. That's why they go up your butt to see if it's inflamed. Oh. Oh yeah, and this whole conversation started because you said they gave you a prostate exam. 
I demanded a prostate and I exam asked you when I was 22. And I came during I, it. Yeah, because I, I think that's all you know about it. <laughs> that's all I've ever heard. I worked at Hot Topic with a guy who said that his dad got a prostate exam and he came when they gave him the prostate exam. That's embarrassing, I guess, in the moment, but like probably Is that, it's not super common? normal. No, I mean, it's super sensitive. It's like the male G-spot. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you're, you're That's so a, funny. I just don't understand how just you're... Like, just a, an old man. You got your fingers up his ass. He's like, it's the worst part of his week. And then he just, boom, just out of nowhere, he comes. Right? I, and and then it, oh, like, you are setting yourself up so disastrously for failure. I hope that you do. I hope that you oh, you know I will. <laughs> you know I will, and then afterwards I'll be like, "Hey, uh, can you do that again?" Yeah, oh. it would be so. I was funny. I was a twenty two year old lad who yeah. had about your maturity level, <laughs> and I went to my doctor and I was like, "Hey." I've got like, you know, it burns when I pee, but I have like, I'm not, you know, sleeping around. Like yeah. I've had the same partner for months. Like what's going on? And they were like, well, but maybe it's this or maybe it's that. And finally I was like, I think it's my prostate. And they were like, nah, you're too young. And I was like, yeah, I still think it is. And then they did the test and I like cried because it hurt real bad because it was super You cried insane. out of your penis? No, out of my eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wimp. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the, and the doctor was like, wow, yeah. It's kind of surprising, and I was like, great. I'm glad I get to experience this, this like, rite of passage for every man over 40 or 50 or whatever the fuck it is at 22. And now I'm 32, and I'm like, oh, it's back. Because it can, you can get, like, um, chronic. It can be chronic, which I think it probably is going to end up being. So, let, let's talk about... <laughs> because everybody grows old, and this is just a part of it. Now I have a leaky prostate. So let's whatever. talk about like what what did they stick up your butt? A finger, Gene. Oh, that's what they do. Two or just one? Uh, I think it was just the one. And which one? Like the index, the ring. I think she used her index, but she was oh, also was she. She. I. I luckily had a very small doctor, so small hands. That's the key. You don't oh, because like I'm a, thinking you don't want like I'm a thinking, beefy man doctor. Like I don't you, like because look that, at my hands. You want yeah, my, you need you a know. long finger in, in order to reach the prostate. No, no, it's really really close. Oh, it's tucked there. It's like right around the bend. You only need to get like one knuckle in. Oh, so anyone could do it. Yeah, that's why people stimulate it during sex. Oh. I'm not even like a kinky person, and I know that. Oh. Anyway, um, this is derailed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is, there's a lot from this conversation that can be applied to the film. <laughs> right? That, that, that <laughs> like you, Zack Snyder is an incredibly immature 14-year-old parading around as an adult. No, and, and the fact that this was his director's cut is essentially him taking his finger and inserting it into our rectum, looking for that G-spot. And he kind of finds it at times, but then other times he misses. Like this analogy you've just tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think that. I like to think that. <laughs> this the Snyder prostate exam. Anyway, uh, now that we've gotten over Give my... my now that we've <laughs> once again derailed the podcast to talk about my... Uh, specific medical your butt stuff <laughs> it's not a butt thing it's a penis well thing. i mean but but how did they get there you know 
it's super cool because it just like uh, it just sort of hurts all the time because it's like in there and it's just a, like basically I have like a little bacterial infection. What it, probably what it is is uh, sometimes your uh, bladder can discharge urine into your prostate, which Oof. is like super bad for it, and then it just gets infected. It might my body might take care of it on its own, and or it I'll might just not. need or I'll need a mild course of antibiotics. And this, you did all this while also having, like, that weird third ball thing? Yes, that is just a, another feature of my what? What's anatomy. the term for that again? It's not a third ball. It's just, like, <laughs> a, uh, it's called a, a variceal vein. A variceal vein. You don't have, like, a plump vein in your leg anywhere. You don't have, like, a varic... Like, I, have, I have tons of veins in my arms. No, but, like, one that, like, kind of hurts and it's just always no, there. I guess. No. God, you just got like cancer once and no <laughs> yeah, other, no yeah, other bad thing. You can't be like, oh, you're so lucky. I fucking it's, cancer. Dude, I'm just waiting for you to like experience the other parts of getting older. Because you're like, nah, man, I'm just golden. I have sciatica. I was in I was in incredible pain walking from the car to here. But I, I just don't Wait, talk sciatica about Wait, sciatica is that, you thundering dumbass? <laughs> sciatic? What? That isn't sciatica your... Oh, no, no I... Spl- else. Yeah, you... Who's the medic I, now? Oh my god. You could be wrong always, but I'm wrong oh, once. And it's like a worst. fucking indictment. You're the worst. Anyway, Gene uh, doesn't understand. It's just a vein. Okay, so you know how veins remove... Like your arteries take oxygenated blood to your capillaries. And then there's an exchange of oxygen at the cellular level. And then your veins take the unoxygenated blood away. You know all that? Oh yeah, who doesn't know all that? You, clearly. <laughs> your vein, if it's occluded, if it's got like a little bit of, um, if there's just like plaque or something in the way, your vein can just get blocked with the blood. It's still moving through, it's just slower. So it just gets like plumper. Because it's it's being, it, the pressure there is. So I, I have that, but like in a vein in my nuts. <sighs> so I just have like a plump vein. Is it like, is it really that weird looking or no? It just looks like a little bump. Like, it depends on how, if I'm sitting. So it's a third ball. If I'm sitting in a weird, in some ways you can't see it at all. It depends on like the heat and humidity. It depends on the lighting. In the lighting. room. Yeah. Because it's like a vein. So it depends on like, if I'm sitting with my legs together, you're probably not going to be able to see it if I'm just standing there. It's like one of those like optical illusion books for kids. Do I need to get up and show you my penis for this to Yes! I feel like you bring it up so often. This is like the fourth episode you're like, please explain to me again. Alright, whatever. I'm just gonna show it to you. I'm gonna show you my nuts. Will that make you feel better? You know Now that we've talked about it, it's it's I think hurts. that's like the next step in our friendship, really. Is just swapping nuts. I need you to, like, reveal an awkward thing about your anatomy Okay, now. all right. So when I was five... No, you don't get to do a thing <laughs> from fucking 26 years ago. I want something current. Oh, 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 okay. All right, here's one. So two years ago, I had an anal fissure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? And, and and I remember I was I was living in Manhattan. It was so painful... I would like be on my way to an open mic and just be like, I can't do this. <laughs> I would be on the subway, like shifting my seat. I can't. That was like, and then in order to get that diagnosed, 
I had to have a dot. Oh, it, it was perfect. I went to the. I went to the. Um, oh, so you have had a finger in your bum. I went to the ER. Uh-huh. Or no, uh, what's the other thing? The whatever on Valentine's Day <laughs> of 2019, and I got my butt fingered by a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is both of the co-hosts of the War Porn Podcast yeah. have had their fingers, uh, have had doctor's fingers <laughs> yes. in their bums. Here's here's what or I will just say. Just a couple of so, bum finger and fellas. So prior... Oh, we didn't... Pr- they fingered... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior, we were the finger... We finger, were the fingered. Fingered. They were the... One, one might say Freddie got... Fingered. Fingered. So prior to it... He said, I'm going to do a finger exam. And I was like, fuck. Digital okay. exam. He definitely didn't and, say and, finger and, exam. <laughs> and I thought I thought about my friend who worked at Hot Topic and his dad who came when they just gave him the finger exam. So I was like, oh shit, is this like, might this feel good? And then he puts it in and I literally felt like I couldn't breathe. I was like, ah! I, yeah, it's like really a lot. It's, it's, it's terrible. Like, yeah. I mean, well, it's it's one of those things where if a stranger like started jerking you off, you'd be like, I hate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's invasive. Yeah, it was. I, I literally felt like I was suffocating. And it was. And then I, I. The classic was after three seconds, I said, knock it off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> To a doctor. My thing that really upset me is that I thought, and I'm trying to make like a stand-up bit out of this, I thought that like from all the stories I'd heard that I would be standing when this occurred. That no. I would like brace myself on a table. You're on your You're side. You're on your side in the yeah. fetal position. You gotta yeah. like curl up. like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just this like really emasculating. Oh, it's like you're a little... And like I, I was up on this like table with the paper and I'm like... I I've never felt like more vulnerable. And then uh, they're just like, here we go, and they just shove a finger up your uh, butt. And it's just like, oh, I hate this. Oh uh, yeah. And people wonder why men are fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't it's like you know, I was Although open to I know it. I know any woman who's listening is like, oh boo-hoo boys. Imagine yeah, going yeah. to a gynecologist and it's like, I no, know. I don't want to. It sounds really awful. I know. It's yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I don't know if that makes me like s- straight or super straight or whatever. Oh, don't the fuck. bring up those transphobic assholes. I just like like I was open to it, maybe feeling good, and it it very much did not. That's not the circumstance in which it would feel good. You I fucking... yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm. We went over this. Are you going I'm through Polish. a gay panic because a doctor stimulating your rec- your your prostate no! didn't feel good? I'm 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 angry. It didn't feel good. <laughs> I want to be gay. <laughs> All right. That was. So we watched a movie this week. We sure did. We watched uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I would just like to point out because you brought it up. For no, uh, for, I don't. I doubt anyone listening to this is one. But if you think Super Straight is anything more than a transphobic hate movement yeah. uh, parading, is as a uh, what's it called? They're they're um, not co-opting. There's a word for it when you take another person's language. Appropriate. Yeah, they are appropriating LGBTQ language to try to insinuate themselves into the community mm-hmm. so they can do more harm. Yeah. And they're red pilling kids. 
It's really fucked up. It's really bad. I, I made a video about it, and I've gotten constant harassment. It's one of the most, like, evergreen harassment videos I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Like, they find me every day, and they're like, yeah, man, fuck you, super straight. Yeah. I fucking love, uh, super straight, stop the hate against It's them. also, ironically, the gayest thing I've ever Oh, heard. it's so gay. They use it's grinders like, colors. Yeah, like, dude, how insecure are you that you have to, I'm super straight. Like, okay, buddy. <laughs> it's You know what it is? Is it's a bunch, like... It, it comes down to this. I was thinking about this today. Every white man has been raised on a diet of media that has told them that they are, like, good. And, and like, no matter how shitty of a person they are, that all they have to do is, like, be a good man and they'll get rewarded with a good job and a nice woman who does... Who in most movies is just plot dress... Or, like, yeah, set yeah. dressing. <clears throat> yeah. And then all these losers are like, yeah... They grew up on all these movies and, and like this idea of and this pr- this privilege they have never really thought about. And then other people are like, "Hey, man, I I should get some of that too." And yep. they're like, "How dare you? Yep. This is my fucking legacy. Mm-hmm. I deserve this." And then, and now they want to be victims. They want to like. I literally got told like, well, "Why are you allowed to be part of some special club, but I'm not?" And it's like because you are part of a special club. Yeah. That you refuse to acknowledge. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's just uncomfortability with being privileged. It's that and it's a des- a desperation to be the the like underdog. Mm-hmm. They want to be Rocky. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Well, like nobody wants to be the guy that was born ahead and stayed ahead. They don't mo- make movies about that. Yeah. How many rich people convince themselves that they're the underdog even though they were born with billions of dollars? Like Elon Musk. Yeah, dude, he's literally crafted this. Oh, he's like, oh, dude, Elon Musk built his own riches. No, he fucking didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of these clowns did other than Bill Gates. And he's like the only billionaire that's kind of not the worst, but yeah, still I mean, also is. <laughs> no, he he's helping like fight He diseases. helps a lot of people, but there's another problem with him that is like hard to talk about like he gives all this money right yeah but when he's wrong no one wants to tell him because he's giving millions and billions of dollars away so like sometimes he puts money into the wrong stuff oh. and it's like this pro like i've watched these documentaries where they're like yeah you know he came in and he wanted to do this thing with the vaccine rollout but like it isn't the best way, but no one wants to turn down the guy that's funding the eradication of mm-hmm. polio mm-hmm. or whatever. So he has like... It's like the George Lucas syndrome. Yeah. Where that's no, actually a really good... No one wants to tell you, uh, don't put Jar Jar Banks in this movie. Because it's like, he's the guy who's running the whole fucking show. <laughs> and also like, you know, all billionaires suck. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Batman. I love that in this movie, the Flash gets in his car and he says, what's your superpower? And he goes, I'm rich. <laughs> that was the only joke that made it from the original cut. Like one of the only jokes that I was like, huh, how about that? Let, can you talk a little bit about, because I'm a, a little in the dark about. You want me to talk about the original Justice League cut? Yeah, and just all the drama behind the scenes of why there was this like release the Snyder cut thing and all oh that. god is that david hassel yeah oh he looks rough he has some large breasts like that's that, just like an odd shot to do a cameo yeah from. He's and just like shirtless. shirtless yeah that's like 
That's really you know, bad. I mean, I guess it's not weird to see David Hasselhoff shirtless, but yeah. it is Oh, we now. should we should say that we are watching TV in the background. We're watching Hockey Night in Canada. I, don't, I feel bad that I just body shamed David Hasselhoff. Well, that was you just are a racist. very abrupt... If I had my keys, I would jingle them That was right just now. a very abrupt, sudden cameo of David Hasselhoff yeah. Yeah. at an unflattering angle. David... Yeah. Uh, I know, big fan of the big pod. fan of the show. Yeah, um, I just want to apologize. Yeah, y- you're great. Yeah, Nick Fury, best role he's ever done. He played Nick Fury. Yeah, and I've been a canceled TV pilot. Oh, I think he would be a good Nick Fury. Nah, Samuel Jackson's only Nick, the only Nick Fury forever. Forever. Did you know Nick Fury used to be a white guy? And then yeah, I did know that. I love how. Um, uh, people get really up in arms about like, oh, you can't change a character's race, like, blah blah blah. But then like, the character doesn't exist. But then Samuel <laughs> Jackson does such a good job that they like forgot to be mad about that mm-hmm. one. No, I think that I think it's important. Like, it would be really fucking a bad idea if Disney came out and was like, check out the newest Black Panther, Chris Pine. <laughs> That would be so funny. It's me, Chris Pine, the <laughs> king of Africa. And you'd be like, oh, I don't want, no. Yeah, that would, I don't know. That would be like in such poor taste that I <laughs> okay, think I'd I mean, be like, on board. I mean, like, I, I, I want to watch the, the Twitter fallout of that. I just, I, I think. Coming to Disney Plus, Black Panther, this time. I don't know. It's such an insane scenario. I kind of want to see it happen and see. Well, do you mean? think Biden would make a statement? He'd be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't do a good Biden, but he'd be like, you know, in this country, you know, Black Panther will always, you know, according to this administration, be an African American. <laughs> and Twitter would be like, you know what, Joe? I wasn't a big fan, but his stance on Black Panther. I love, I love these big fucking showy tweets of every time Joe Biden does something like whatever, they're like, I don't like him and I'll never like him and I didn't want to vote for him, but like his policy of, of not killing, of not tweeting racist things. uh, When when Joe Biden said racism is bad, like I got to get behind him on that. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I forget what it was. Maybe it was the relief bill or something. Yeah, he's he, 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 and his vaccine rollout has been absurdly good. A hundred million and fifty forty-two days. days ahead of schedule. Yeah, suck it, Trump. Yeah, you know he's he's sad he didn't get credit. He's like getting on Fox News, being like, he's like, I should be getting credit for this. This was my vaccine. Warp speed. I put. I told them to make it. I I got on TV. And I said, you should make a vaccine. And that means I get credit. I, he's like, he's, everyone is so, everyone is like consciously trying to forget he ever existed. <laughs> you know? And, and, and you know what? I don't blame him. Cause it's like, yeah, we could dissect why he became president in the first place. But at this point, it's like, who fucking cares? Who Actually, fucking cares? uh, they're, they're, they're like rallying around him. He, uh, I saw a thing today saying that George Bush was too liberal. Who said that? Like a conserv- like conservatives are turning on George Bush. It's <sighs> crazy. Can you believe that? George Bush George, was too liberal. George fucking what W. What liberal no, no. thing did he do? He he's not like 
I forget which one it was. Uh, he 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 didn't kill oh, enough he's, Iraqis. He's he's really mad about um the coup. George Bush was like, "Hey, it's really fucked up that you guys stormed the Capitol," and they're like, "Fuck you, George Bush! You fucking liberal!" It's like, what? Oh my God, liberals thought that George Bush was going to be the end of the world, and John Mayer wrote a song about just waiting out fascism because fuck John Mayer and fuck that song. I remember I, I was like listening to like po- like political protest songs and they were like, well, Vietnam got us like Fortunate Son yeah. and like a hundred other Jimi Hendrix. And then and then like the 90s said this or that and they were like in the 2000s John Mayer waiting John, for the world waiting for the world you. to change. Fuck you, John Mayer, you white neoliberal <laughs> piece of shit and with your stupid cow lick Fuck you. Hey, John, I know if you're listening, big fan of the show. I will say, (laughs) Your Body is a Wonderland is a great song. And then the Dixie Chicks were like, fuck uh, George George Bush. Bush." And they they got like, canceled. Canceled. Their tours got canceled. Cancellation was a thing. Because everything is projection. Yeah. Anyway, so back in 2015, I don't know, Batman v Superman had just come out and on the horizon was Dawn of Justice League, Dawn of Justice. Or, no, was Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? I think so. And then it was... Okay, so Batman v Superman came out. Everybody knows the Marvel Cinematic Universe was pumping along and doing great things. And DC was putting out movies in the wake of this behemoth. Man of Steel was the first one to come out, which I don't like. Um, Batman v Superman came out. Everybody... Most everybody was like, this is a bad film. We don't like this. The, the the backlash to it was huge. During all this, Zack Snyder was like slated to keep directing all the way through. So he started with Man of Steel. He did Batman v Superman. He was going to do reportedly two or three Justice Leagues. And it was basically like Zack Snyder was going to set the tone for the whole DCEU. Mm-hmm. And, and it, basically everybody was like, we fucking hate this. This is not the tone we want. And... um. The, what are they called? The executives at Warner Brothers started to give him some pushback on Justice League in the middle of it. Uh, and, and he had a tragedy in his family. Unfortunately, uh, his daughter uh, took her own life. And he has come out and said that he just didn't want to fight with the studio to keep his, his, his vision. Which, like, I, you know, I totally yeah, understand. Yeah. Uh, and regardless of whether you like... Zack Snyder or his take on comic book characters like who fucking cares yeah. like at the end of the day it's a horrible family tragedy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like I know any of the I, I just want to make it known that we're going to goof on this movie yeah. and Zack Snyder a little bit but like at the end of the day uh, he's a human being yeah. and I think what happened to him is just horrible at every horrible. level yeah yeah. Like not just the family tragedy, but how WB like brought in a different director and like completely skewered his vision for, mm-hmm. for money and then uh, and it backfired. And it too. backfired horrifically, which is kind of nice. Um, and this is, in a weird way, it's kind of a vindication of his. I agree. There's, a, I like, I have a lot of problems with the DC EU and mostly his depiction of Superman, which I wish they hadn't started with. Uh, but like, at the end of the day, I I would rather watch a movie I don't agree with with an intact directorial vision than the hodgepodge nonsense crime film. Yeah, so they ended up releasing Justice League. They brought on Joss Whedon, who at the time was still in vogue, because he was fresh off the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was 2015, so I think he'd also done Age of Ultron already. So they brought in Zack Snyder, and they gave him a bunch of money 
to like you fix mean Joss everything. Whedon. That's sorry, Joss Whedon. They brought in Joss Whedon. He came in, did a bunch of rewrites, and made it more Avengersy, i.e., comedic, comedic. Uh, almost all the takes that they used for the theatrical cut are just the same scenes with like Batman telling a joke. Like mm-hmm. goes to Aquaman, he's like, "I hear you talk to fish." Yeah, yeah. Or, um, uh, you know, he's got the line about. Uh, what's your superpower money yeah that's him the whole film it's just like or superman shows up to fight him and he goes oh shit yeah or just like it just it's not good and uh joss whedon supposedly directed a bunch of it but then dc or warner brothers took both of the films and shopped them around and didn't like either cut so they just made their own cut with neither of their permission permission so what the from what we can tell, the cinematic cut of Justice League is like a Frankenstein's monster of Zack Snyder's original vision through the lens of Joss Whedon, but then altered by studio executives. So it was just really fun. And I watched it on Tuesday, and I'll be honest, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It It's not good. I, I haven't seen it, so... It's like there are definitely <clears throat> worse comic book movies. There are definitely just worse movies in general. It, it's it's got like a weird tone. It's got tonal issues. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a product of what it is. And this movie, I think, Zack Snyder's cut, is a much better movie. Because it's like pretty much tonally consistent with itself. Yes. Um, I still don't think it's a good movie. But I did enjoy watching all four hours of it. Yes. It's four hours. It's very long. <clears throat> so I... Before we get started, I want to talk about the fact that it was four hours. It's four hours, so I approached it like, all right, I'm going to watch it like a show. I'm going to watch like 45 minutes here, maybe an hour and a half here, maybe an hour here, an hour there. I'm not going to be like glued in, paying attention the whole time like I do with some of these Marvel movies. Um, And I actually found that that actually like helped me enjoy it more. I was definitely in the midst of it thinking, like, I'm so glad I'm not watching this in a theater. In a the- yeah, it would be... Un- I-, I wouldn't be able to do it in a theater. Because, like, I think a lot of things are go... First of all, this movie would not exist if it weren't for a lot of factors. Fans got word of the... or I don't, I don't really know how it started, but there, there became a hashtag, Release the Snyder Cut. There was this idea that a full copy of Zack Snyder's original vision, like, existed... And people wanted that. And he mm-hmm. kept dropping hints of like what it was going to be. By the way, we're just going to straight up start spoiling this movie at this point. Yeah. So like, if you haven't heard by now, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think... Batman he, dies. <laughs> everyone dies. Technically, Batman does die. How? You didn't remember the part where everybody dies and then Flash undoes it? Oh. Is that what happened? <laughs> I didn't... At the I end didn't, of the movie, like... I didn't realize the he... Mother un- box, he I didn't he realize ran back he in time. undid that. Yeah, he ran back in time. Uh, okay. What did you think happened? I guess we'll get to that. I don't know. Put a pin in I wasn't. That. I wasn't too concerned with, like, what was happening. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Pat, I wasn't I, paying attention. It, it was like a movie where, like, you know, when we're watching these Marvel movies and, like, these action sequences happen and things happen, I'm like, oh, okay, Iron Man is doing this now. But I was like, oh, okay, like, flashy lights. That looks cool. <laughs> At the end of the movie, the mother boxes combine, and then the Flash like he goes back goes in time. back in time. I didn't I didn't realize that's what he was doing. 
I just, I just imagine you just watching, being like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah, basically no thoughts, brain not empty, fucking brain, whoa, brain bro. full of thought, brain, whoa. brain go whoa." <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Just well, they released that. the Snyder cut. Oh, they had the they had the hashtag, and it, everyone was like, "You fucking nerds!" Like that's yeah. not going to happen. And then, um, I think because of COVID, COVID made it so like a lot of movies weren't being made, and it was cheap to hire like extra CGI mm-hmm. people. So I think Warner Brothers, in a in a rare moment, this might cause an industry shift if this does like bonkers. But it was like a rare, hey, the fans have been pushing this movie and we need content for HBO MaxiPad and we, <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Uh, and they were like, what if we did release the Snyder Cut? That'll get some idiots to watch our, and and, and so it did. And it did. It and they gave him like well. $90 million to re to finish it. And they even like, they brought the flashback. He was on Zoom or something. Like they filmed some of it over Zoom. Oh, that's Yeah, cool. they had to do all this like different crazy stuff to like get some fill shots or whatever so he had 90 million and he they finished you can tell some of the cgi is a little wonky basically all of cyborg's extra arms look weird and mm-hmm. there's just a couple scenes where you're like this is definitely not oh yeah there was a scene where he has a gun come out of his back and go like that and it looked like it was made on a like a windows 95 yeah it was bad was it that the was... nightmare scene uh, I I can't end? remember which scene. He has a minigun at the end. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it came out on his back, and it wasn't even connected to his body. Uh, yeah. So they they released it, a uh, big fanfare, and now it's here. And uh, I will I will admit I didn't think the Snyder Cut would be better. I was like, Justice League isn't a good movie. It's prem- It's based on a shitty premise. It's not going to be better with two hours of extra footage. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Yeah. It's a better movie. It's a pretty good movie. I I, <laughs> I thought, I honestly thought with everything you said uh, going into it, I was like, I'm probably going to fucking hate this. I couldn't tell. I was like, you're either going to love or hate this. Well, I, I'll say this. I also, I didn't mind Batman v Superman. Everyone was like, oh, this is shit. This is crap. I was like, this is fine. I hated that movie. And, and, and we were talking earlier. I think it's because... I, you know, I didn't grow up reading DC. I obviously love Batman, but, like, I don't have as much of investment in these characters. So if they're not true to the source, or if they're, like, liberties are taken with them, I'm just like, okay, cool, I'm along for the ride. Superman is, like, I mean, I think anyone who's listened to the podcast for a while knows I really like Captain America. Yeah. Superman is, like, that for me, but times a thousand. Oh. I wore a Superman shirt. Every single day that I worked as a paramedic. Like, I never had a shift where I would go help people if I wasn't wearing a Superman How shirt. How many Superman shirts did I had? At the time, owned 32 different Superman shirts. I never found him interesting. It's because you suck. Although, in this movie, I thought... Neither does Zack Snyder. That's it, why these movies piss me off. In this movie, like... I think he actually occupied a very interesting space. This, when he was alive. This movie is frustrating uh because Zack Snyder clearly understands that the mythos of Superman is incredibly important and he based like the the subtext of this film around Superman yeah but he as a director and a writer does not like the character mm-hmm. and that is evident in every single like Superman Man of Steel pissed me off because it, first of all Pa Kent isn't like 
I don't know, Superman. Maybe you shouldn't use your powers to help people and you should just be a selfish dick who just hides us all the time. That's what just, I, I'm a bad guy. And I'm like, oh no. That's what Pa Kent said. That's in, what Kevin Costner said. In Kevin, all of Kevin Costner's speeches in Man of Steel are like, maybe don't help people, Clark. Maybe be selfish. And then Kurt Russell, not Kurt Russell. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is like, you're on Earth to help people, Cal. Yeah. And it's like That's the dichotomy of like which... No, it wasn't. But <laughs> And then Batman v Superman. Here's my thing with Superman. Um, Superman is a fun character because he... Why? Because... They have, imagine... Div- like... Ultimate power corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. You know that quote. Yeah, is that what is that? That's just like it's just a yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, the I, more I, power you have, the more likely you are to be corrupted. Yes. Superman isn't corrupted, but he has all the powers of a god. It's a character who who can do anything and chooses to spend his time taking kittens out of trees. And just being a really good person. Because he was raised by a good family on Earth. And he uses his powers to help people. That I'm sorry, but that's so fucking boring. No, it's not. <laughs> that's it's, so boring. You're just... I'm a broken person. I want to see other broken people in my yeah. media. I don't want to see fucking Boy Scouts saving kittens from trees. I want to see broken, hurt wounded people stumbling in the dark in the madness that we call life that's what i want to fucking see on the screen i want to see myself i don't, I don't magnified care. i'm talking about the joker i want to see no, i'm just kidding but it's true i i i'm it's always not about liking superman <laughs> it's about the fact that he exists that all these other characters exist in a world where the most powerful amongst them is incorruptibly good and that they're like I know he exists. Everything I do is being compared to this moral bastion of purity who is a literal god. Like, he could, at any point, flick the planet and the entire thing would explode. And he just chooses not to do that every day. Because he's boring. He's not boring. People who think Superman is boring don't understand well-written stories. Wow, that's a statement. I believe everyone was like, it's boring. It's like, then you clearly never either read a good Superman comic or seen the original film, which is phenomenal. Uh, I think, well, I thought he was boring. I I I always thought he was boring. But I think they did some interesting things with him here. I I agree with you. I thought it was annoying how he was like evil like when they first resurrect him he's like that part's fine i i i don't like that they made him into a pet in the first movie he's like passive aggressive like a guy gets in his face at a bar so he goes outside and like stabs his truck with giant trees that's hilarious but it's not (laughs) superman like that he just doesn't do that shit he's just my superman does my Superman's petty as fuck. Oh my god. You're, pe- you're, you're like making me mad because you won't let me talk about why I like this All right, character. Fine, and you're fine. just like, go no, on. fuck him. He's go boring. Go on. Go on. I want to talk about Batman. Go the, on. The sad bitch boy whose parents <laughs> died and he used his billions to beat up the fucking mentally, mentally insane. Ill. Yeah, yeah, what a great robot. He's so fucking edgy and cool. That guy that runs around with a little boy. <laughs> Now you're getting it. <laughs> yeah, let me put this little boy right, in a well, leotard. Patrick, I am the knight. Here's my little boy in a leotard. Yes. I make him wear yellow so that he distracts the robbers so they shoot at him instead of me. Hell yeah, baby. 
That's his reasoning. You know that. That's why Robin is a yellow cape. Oh. It draws the fucking gunfire. That's, um, that's amazing. That's so Batman. But Superman is like... Like, if you're going to make a, a a movie about Superman, that's why the... What's his name? The, um... What's his... He paralyzed. Oh, Christopher Reeves? That's why the Christopher Reeves movies were so good, because, like, super... Everyone in society was like, eh, fuck you. They're, like, cynical. And then mm-hmm. he comes along, and he's... And, like, Lois Lane is like, there's no way you're this good of a person. Like, there's some... There's got to be something about you that's... And he's like, no, I'm just... I'm just a good old boy from Kansas. Well, what does it say that he... Because you keep calling him a person, but he's an alien. But he is. He was born... He, he might have been born... On a, that's another thing. He sees the immigrant story. He comes from mm-hmm. somewhere else and he makes America better by being a part of it. Well, he's the literal idealization of American immigration. He Well, so he was invented by uh, two Jewish writers in the 30s. Yeah, because they wanted the idea of like, what if a Jewish person was superpowered? Had all the powers. Yeah. And then he could stand up to <laughs> Man, anyone. imagine all the taxes he could do. <laughs> Actually, some of Superman's old powers were, like, super accounting. Really? Like, yeah, he could, like, read really fast, or he could do super ventriloquism. Super lawyerism. Super lawyers. <laughs> he could make, like, a little tiny version of himself that would appear. Oh, he had, like, like, weird whatever powers. That's weird. And this movie, like, Superman's also hope. Like, he is hope personified. And all of the comics are, like, when Superman shows up, you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. So, like... Which they did do here. Kind of. I This kind of... this They did it, but it also made every other character seem, like, flaccid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is frustrating, because Wonder Woman could... Can, and often does go toe-to-toe with him. She was... I thought she was pretty badass. She was, but they still had him, like, am eh, still the yeah, best. And I was yeah. like, eh, she's a god. Honestly, so, you know... So I the one theme of this movie that jumped out to me was so last week you were talking about how comic book movies are like our version of Greek theater mm-hmm. or something like that. And here that like this movie really personified that because it was like living gods on earth and you could like see their powers but they also all had their, like, much like the Greek gods, they all had their defects of character. Like, Aquaman was sort of stubborn and would drink a lot. Batman is, well, he's not a Greek god. That was the other thing. But, like, the Flash can move really fast, but he also, like, you know, is abrasive and annoying. Wonder Woman. I actually disagree with you. How so? I think that they're the, they're not doing it well. Not doing it like the Snyder. I think that this is like, this is like trying to be an epic. Yeah. As opposed to the other ones that I think are trying to tell. Like, one of the frustrating things with this was like, right after this movie, I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we have to do that for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to spoil anything, but there was like a scene where the Falcon's sitting with a guy trying to get like a bank loan. And the guy's like, can I get like a selfie with you? You're an Avenger. This is crazy. And then like denies him a bank loan. And I was like, now this is fucking epic. Epic. Like this, like this is like what I'm talking about. Using these characters as shorthand so that we can tell these bigger stories. I don't feel like this, a little bit with Cyborg, I guess. But even Cyborg, not really. Because Cyborg was like kind of a Dr. Manhattan character where he's just like so powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. All of the Marvel characters, other than, like, 
Even Thor gets humanized. All of them are super flawed. Yeah. And these characters are like... Not, like, what's Aquaman's big flaw? He's... He drink, he's he's a bit, a but it, not, it, does he? Like he's a super being. We yeah. have no idea what that does to him. Well, it's drunk in one scene, and then he shows up, and it's just a good guy for the rest of the yeah. movie. I think though that was kind of cool. Was that? And honestly, if it made anyone look bad, it was Batman because like the six of them would stand. And I'd be like, these are six like godlike creatures, and then just a rich guy. Well, that's kind of the problem with DC is that their characters are like more powerful Mm -hmm. like their their justice league is usually a little more powerful than the avengers like iron man has an iron suit and captain america is a pretty strong guy Mm -hmm. and the hulk is more but he's like destructive but he can't control it as As opposed to like superman who is just like every single one of the avengers save iron man combined yeah yeah and so is wonder woman and the flash is literally able to run through time Mm -hmm. and like aquaman it's also uh, all like that's why some of the scenes in this are kind of like, okay, because like they just get slammed around and you're like, they're probably fine. Yeah. They're all gods. Like a lot of it is just like, gee, like that's why I thought the parts with Wonder Woman where she's like saving people are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like they're vulnerable and it mm-hmm. gives her a vulnerability. Because mm-hmm. she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I get it, but I, I kind of I like that. Like, I like how powerful these... these. I'm not saying that's bad. I just think that this... This isn't... I guess it's like... I agree with you that it's kind of like Greek theater, but this is like one of the bad plays. Because, <laughs> like, what is this movie about? Yeah. Like, I can tell you the theme of the Winter Soldier or Civil War or or, like, a more competent movie. This movie is like... What's the theme? I think the theme here is teamwork. That's a bad theme for four hours. And honestly, do they really learn to work together or do they learn to wait until Superman gets there? (laughs) I don't know. I mean... And also, because like, did Batman need to be there? No. He did not. He very much... The whole time, the whole time I was worried for him. I was like, "Dude, you're gonna get killed by one of these aliens. Like, you, you should just go." Home. The first cut is even worse. Like, it's, he's really incompetent in the first uh. one, and he keeps like telling jokes. This one, they had him like get on that turret. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he stole one of the aliens' guns. Or whatever. I was just like, "Why does Zack Snyder think that Batman's power is having a gun?" Yeah, every single scene. <laughs> true. When Batman's like, "It's my turn," it's because he just got into a machine that has guns, and I'm like, "It's he's not." It, it's almost like this, Batman's power isn't gun. This movie was like they were aware that people are gonna be like, "What the fuck is Batman doing there?" And they were like, "Oh, we'll show him. We'll, ha- we'll give him a Batmobile." It's, it's, one of the most frustrating things about this is, like, they've done it better. There are so many countless animated so- shows or, or just, like, the comics that make, it's like, that's why Batman's there. Because he's just fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he's this tactical, he's this brilliant tactical genius and also, like, ridiculously good at martial arts. Like, when he meets the Green Lantern... He very casually, like, takes the Green Lantern's ring when he's not looking. And he's like, so how does this thing work? And the Green Lantern's like, what the fuck? And it's like, that little interaction shows you that, like, oh, hey, look at the Batman disarmed a Green Lantern. Isn't there, um, there's a Justice League story where Batman def- yes. fights the Justice League. He, he, I think, 
I forget which one, Tower it? of Babel, maybe? Yeah, yeah. He, he designs a contingency plan to take out each leaguer, including himself, and then um, it gets... Like, activated. Activated. Yeah. And he, he decimates them. I wrote, um, Batman here... So, I think for me, there are two Batmans. There's the Batman that appears in a Batman film, like The Dark Knight, right? Because those films... Like, are pretty... No one has superpowers. So there's not a lot of fantasy elements. There's not a lot of sci-fi elements. It's just, like, as close as you can get to, like, realistic, quote-unquote. And then then there's Justice League Batman, where he's, like, this whimsical guy who can go toe-to-toe with, like, (laughs) flying demon aliens and shit. And he has, like, super-powered beings flying around his head and all that. That that's why it's frustrating because it's like let him let him be the the tactician or the leader. Like these movies don't seem to understand that there's like more to being on a team than being really strong. Like that's why I like the Avengers because Black Widow is there and Hawkeye are there mm-hmm. and a competent director understands like one it looks cool to see more than one thing on screen. That's why you have a guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah and. Um, and like Black Widow's there and then they give her stuff to do. Mm-hmm. They give her stuff that the Hulk couldn't do. Yeah. Or like, you know, have her go do some espionage shit. Or, like or, go hack into this mainframe while the Hulk fights off the... Yeah, or like, whatevs. Or just like, and, and this movie is just like, okay, how do we have Batman seem as cool as these super-powered beings? Give him a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. And it's like, why don't you have him like... Up high being like, Flash, do this. Wonder Woman, do this. And like, combine and like, and cleverly direct them. I don't know, because they don't want to guns are cool, man. This is is the United States. Pew, pew, pew. I'm Batman. So what, what were your major complaints about this movie? You didn't like how they portrayed Superman. I I want to, I think you'll like this, because I think, so for me, Superman is like the ultimate good like the ultimate wholesome character that is just supposed to like when he's on screen you're just supposed to be like even if it's annoying you're supposed to be there's a good guy like i'm glad he annoys you that's the point he's so wholesome that you're like fuck fuck you you know and like so i want i want him to just radiate goodness Mm -hmm. and what I think Zack Snyder has done is turned him into a 9-11 allegory. <laughs> what? Think about... Uh, first of all, I've, I, there's a lot of text in the film. The beginning of Batman v Superman is 9-11. Tell me yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's Superman and Zod crashing through buildings while Bruce Wayne runs into a smoke cloud and watches his building collapse. Yeah. Superman is their version of 9-11. Yeah. And so... And then in the next movie, even Batman v Superman is this like weird Patriot Act. How are we going to respond to the fact that superpowered individuals exist? Yeah. Is it Superman's fault? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like Superman is not a 9-11 allegory. He's not a terrifying thing that you fear exists and you build all these contingencies around. He's the ultimate superhero. The first one. The one that all other superheroes have ostensibly have been copying since the... Be- That's why he's boring. He's the first fucking one. He's the one that popularized the superhero genre. Sort of. Ostensibly. So you... Like, your complaint goes back a couple of movies. I've been mad about how Zack Snyder treats Superman since day fucking one. I didn't like that he snapped that guy's neck. I don't like that he's passive-aggressive. I don't like that he's a dick. I don't like that he did a 9-11... 
Because like it, like half if you had shot that battle that he's desperately trying to keep Zod from hurting civilians and he's failing at every turn, it'd be a very different movie. But they're just fucking they're just going punching at. each other and slamming through buildings and murdering countless civilians. Then he throws him into space and he throws him back down into Metropolis. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Help people. See, this is this is what I was talking about. Was I didn't grow up reading Superman. I didn't really grow up reading DC. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, he has the powers to do it, then cool. But it's also like, Zack Snyder wants him to be a Christ allegory. And I'm like, I don't know if you know anything about Jesus. But he didn't like murder. <laughs> yeah. He did fight Zod, though. <laughs> that is true. I do recall in, uh, in... Christ v. Zod. In Jacob's 36. I just want to point out, I think it's so funny that people call it Batman v. Superman. Like it's, That's what's the name of it. Like it's Roe v. Wade. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> It's not versus. It's V? It's yeah. like a Supreme look, Court look case? Look it up. It's Batman <laughs> v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yo. That's so stupid. Um, hold on. I mean, it's it amazing up. and hilarious, but it's also really stupid. See? A capital V. Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah. See? Batman v Superman oh Dawn of Justice. God. It's not versus. Oh, God. <laughs> Sir. That's so... You'll... you'll... He's, he's an important character to me, and the film understands how important he is. That's the other frustrating thing about these movies, is that he wants to have both. He wants us to remember what we... If you want to make a movie where Superman is an asshole, and explore that, fine. I don't want it, but go ahead. But then don't make another movie where everyone's like, oh my god, Superman was the best of us, and he instilled hope. And I'm like, when did he do that? Yeah, that that's weird, because in Batman v Superman, peop, the one of the things that gets the action going is they were sort of like, hey, do we need to like keep track of this guy? He killed a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. And then in this movie, they're like, oh man, we miss him so much. Right? Because, in, in, because he's going off of... Our cultural legacy knowledge that Superman's a good guy, mm-hmm. and they just didn't put that in the films. It was it was a weird adjustment. But it that's what like makes me so mad about it is that he feels like they're trying to be that he like he is this nine eleven allegory. But then later they're like, no, he's hope. Yeah. But then when they bring him back from the dead, he fights all of them, and it's terrifying. Yeah. And he leaves for a huge chunk of the runtime. Then he comes back, has like one interesting, kind of neat scene, but also kind of showy. At the end when he saves everyone? Yeah, but he does it in this like, I'm here now, bitches. Yeah. Which like, I great. totally get. It was great. But it's not, it's like, who is this character? Is he just a dick? Like, I don't like a character who's super powerful and a dick. That's not fun. That's fucking Homelander from The Boys. Oh, yeah. You don't... Homelander from The Boys works because he's a stark contrast to Mm -hmm. actual Superman. Okay. And Zack Snyder's is like this weird halfway point between like 9-11 and Jesus. Well, and then he also like... Like, first of all, he's aggressively shirtless when he fights the Justice League. (laughs) Which is like... All right, if you're trying to give me body dysmorphia, then congrats, Mr. Snyder, you have. And then he's like, he's pissed, and then Lois shows up, and he goes into, like, full-blown, like, emo. 
He's like, oh, I need to go back to Kansas and just stare in at In the original grass. cut, Batman, <laughs> like, brings Lois as his secret weapon, which was even worse. Because at least in this one, like... I liked that in this one, Lois is, like, unable to let go and she just keeps showing up to his grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I guess, the ship. What, whatever. Yeah, I like... I, I... But anyway, so going forward in this, and this is also, like, I have knowledge of what's coming next. If they were to continue making these movies in either the end of this one or the beginning of next one, Dark Side, Laser Beam Eyes, Lois Lane, oh, and I think sick. they showed it in this movie, like Superman holding a crisped up cold Yeah, spine. yeah, yeah. It, That's Lois Lane, and then he goes crazy and he becomes evil because Zack Snyder does not give a fuck about portraying this character he thinks he's boring so he just wants to make him the bad guy as fast as he possibly can he kills him by the second movie and then brings him back as a villain and it's like fucking stop yeah stop doing this to my character it'd be like if in the second movie they're like teehee captain america was a nazi the whole time we got you which they well they did in the comics and everybody hated oh see once again this is coming to i i don't have this attachment to the character but I, I can understand why you are pissed off that they... Because they did... He, he's... The you know first three quarters of the movie, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Which is like, how are you going to make a fucking Justice League movie with Superman dead? Then he comes back and he's pissed off and he's like the bad guy. And then he sees Lois Lane and he goes and he's like, I'm just going to go be emo in Kansas for a while. Really, only in that very last scene was it like, okay, this is Superman. This is in the original cut. uh, Well, that's still all there. But then he shows up and he's like the Superman everybody likes and remembers. And he's just like really nice. And he like saves a whole bunch of people. And he's just just a swell, wholesome guy. But it's so tonally dissonant from the rest of the movie that it's just like this feels out of place. Yeah, because at least this Superman has been tonally consistent. Well, even that he's the same passive aggressive emo little bitch. But, like, the rest of the movie, that's what makes me mad, is I'm like, okay, for the first movie, he did a tragedy, and he was a bad guy. And then you made it out to be what he did in nine, Metropolis was, was 9-11. Yeah. And now he's a hero. So, like, in the, even if you take away the character that I remember in, like, the movies themselves are tonally dissonant totally. about how they treat him as a... Is he... Did he... Is he evil and cause 9-11? And, like, and Batman <laughs> will stop at nothing to kill him? Or, <laughs> or is he... The only thing that's stopping alien invasion. It's like, they want both. Mm-hmm. He wants to have his cake and eat it too. And that's what's frustrating about these movies. And people just ignore that. They're like, yeah, but it's cool. I'm like, yeah, but like... It, it definitely... So one thing about this was, with the MCU, Marvel was just like, planned everything out. Everything was very unified. Um, you know, all the films were connected. There was never any like like dead end plots or anything like that they all referenced each other here warner brothers tried to do that and they just got in their own way they just fucked everything up they and and everything was inconsistent you had no fucking idea what the fuck was going on and that's why this movie is such a like it's a fucking mess i it's a mess that i happen to find parts of it enjoyable and other parts i was on my phone but it's a fucking mess <laughs> everyone will agree it's a fucking mess no some people think this movie is like perfect i mean i disagree i, def- I think it's entertaining i enjoyed it way more than i thought i would but i did too but there were it's just a mess it's got it's a four like 
No movie should be four hours. I think one of the things that we keep running into as a society... Oh, we're going to As a society! We live in one. I, I, Joker never said that. Yeah, I was waiting for him to say it. He didn't. I'm going to be honest. Just, just, I mean, we'll get there. I liked this Jared Leto Joker more than the one the, the from Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. He was fine. But this one felt like a... Like a... A different... Yeah, this one... I mean, he was only in it for like two or three minutes. But I was like, oh, I don't mind this. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that whole sequence was stupid. It was... In- That's what I want to get into. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? You you just keyed me off. I wanted to say you something You said before. we in a society... We oh. live in a society. So, there's been this big discrepancy for the last few years between movie critics and general theater-going audiences. Where a movie theater... Or a movie critic will be like, hey, this movie Bright on Netflix. Remember that? The the orc orcs no. in LA no. with uh, Will Smith where he's like fairy lives don't matter today and then he you don't remember any of that? Wow. No. It's shocking. Well, critics hated it because it's not a very good movie and audiences liked it because it was mildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of audiences don't realize that like movie critics can be wrong. Don't No, just don't Oh my god, you really love to jump up my ass. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on thought we were on the same page here Go and on. you no butted me. Go on. A movie movie can... critics are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. No, no, go on. No, you do the whole podcast now. All right. What you're saying is that sometimes all no, the... if um, just because you enjoy something doesn't make it good. I think the movie Armageddon is one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen. I enjoy it every single time I watch it. It's a stupid movie. It's a stupid movie mm-hmm. with a stupid premise that's about nothing that was just... I just like. I like everything about it. It isn't good. It's not like, oh, you, yeah. Here's an example of a really well-written film. Armageddon. They're oil riggers, see? They've got to go to space. Like... That's the problem with Justice League. It's like, hey, I was entertained for four whole hours, which is something that I can't say about every movie I've ever watched. It doesn't make it good. Yeah. It doesn't make it coherent or like well scripted or well edited or it was indulgent. It was long. Most of it's slow mo. Yes. <laughs> there was tons of characters that didn't need to be there that were superfluous to the plot. There was tons of like just stuff. Just bullshit. But no, I think that's what really helped me was going into it. I was like, this, like, I know this is like a mess and I know it's like kind of going to be bad. And so I went into it and I enjoyed it. And I was like, yeah, well, okay. That scene was eight minutes. It should have been two. <laughs> but like, that's fine. I enjoyed it too. I just, I, there seems to be, you're only allowed to have one opinion. Either it's good or it's bad. Yeah. You're not allowed to be like, I enjoyed it, but it's a bad movie. Yeah. Which is... That's kind of that's how I I yeah you're like that ending. That That ending was was so fucking dumb. The end. So the movie is four hours. The only part that felt long was the last twenty minutes. I guess do we go over the plot broad strokes? Do we care? There are six characters in this film. Yeah. The movie the movie is split into six sections, but they're not. It's not not contained. Yeah. It flashes it. Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg all have to be introduced, given backstories, made to. You have to like them as characters because they haven't had a movie before this. Uh, no, Aquaman. Nope. Had... Well, not when Justice League came oh, out. Oh, Justice oh. League came out before the Aquaman film. 
Oh. So, like, we had we had seen a blurry cell phone footage in Batman v Superman. Oh, I see. So, like, that's why Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg all got, like, save the cat scenes. Really? Because I feel like they did not give Aquaman a lot of backstory. I mean, they showed yeah. him saving the, like... They show him saving the fishermen. That's how we know he's a hero. They show how he's in that community and he's mad about Atlantis. And then he goes to Atlantis and meets William Defoe, and he's oh, like, "Who looks goofy as shit?" Like, Aquaman, you gotta take this trident yeah. and this armor that I brought you. You oh, gotta be. <laughs> oh my god, it was so <laughs> ridiculous. Well, I think a brunt of it was like we got to introduce Cyborg, which for me was probably the highlight of the movie. All of that, not in the original cut. Oh. Yeah, my my roommate told me that they just did like a two-minute scene to introduce everyone. Yep. Him, he just shows up and he's like, I have this box. They didn't really get into the fact that like it's controlling him maybe. They mm-hmm. didn't really get into like literally any of it. He was just yeah. like, what's up everybody? I got a mother box and my yeah. dad made me like this. Yeah. His dad's not in the film. Oh. You believe that? That's that's ridiculous. That whole part where like his dad dies, none of that that's... is in the original cut. He's just like I'm mad at my dad. Anyway, yeah. I'm here. And and I thought him and I thought the Flash's intro were... cut from the original. That whole part where he like saves, saves Iris. The hot dog. <laughs> that's his future wife, by the way. Oh, that's Iris West or oh. Iris. He's, I guess he's West. Barry Allen. He's Barry. he's Barry Allen. I was trying to think of her maiden name. I think it's West. Um, so I thought that was like a fun little, like, you know, and mute cute, meet, meet cutes when, yeah. when time slows down. But for him, it like literally, yeah, I thought that scene was amazing. It the music, was absolutely amazing. The, the CGI. It was incredible. It was incredible. Some people thought it was creepy because he like brushes the hair out of her face. Oh, and I was like, oh shut fuck off. Let, fuck let us off. have nice things. Come on. They're trying He's to do that. Trying her to life. take away Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Peppy Lapi like just let us have these things. Please stop yelling conservative talking points. I know. I'm sorry. I just I get excited sometimes. Um I just want to point out that the villain's name was Steppenwolf. Yeah. And uh you know there's a band Steppenwolf. Probably based on the character. No, the character's from like the sixties. Yeah, Steppenwolf is from the sixties. Who came they first? They do uh, the band or Born they? to be wild. Get your motor running. <laughs> Keep going. Go on to the highway. <laughs> do the Heavy song. metal thunder. And whatever comes our way. They also do that song. Um, how do I? How do I figure out if the character? Do or Google the... the band. The band. Steppenwolf band. You don't. Do you know how to use the internet? I better than you, guy who doesn't know what a prostate is. Steppenwolf band. Great band. They were a Canadian band, so you're probably wrong. <laughs> Steppenwolf. The group was formed in late 1967. Steppenwolf sold over. I want to know the history of their name. Urged. To reform the spirit, the inspired. No, they were inspired by Herman Hesse's novel 19- of the same name. All yeah. right, fine. Then it was a novel first. You, yeah, you, 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 guy who doesn't know Idiot. what a prostate is. Wow, that's that's anti-Semitic. It sure is. I uh, and I love the scenes where Steppenwolf would talk to Darkseid because it just just 
two pitch shifted voices. It'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I found In the original cut, he had even less characterization, and they took away his weird shifty metal armor and just gave yeah, him just like. And he's just like a guy. He's just like, I'm here for the mother box. I, I think it was interesting that his story was like he was trying to redeem himself. I like that. Yeah, that gave I him like a little too. bit of character. He was a he was a pretty good villain. He wasn't the best, but he's better than the original. Although at the end, when they I here's my thing about villains that like he largely seemed like he was a huge threat until Superman showed up yeah. and was just like, hmm, bitch. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I guess. Well, the thing about the DC heroes, except for Batman, is they're not even really... It's not. It's never about the villain. The villain is just there. As oh, a, you're wrong. What what Superman villain out like outshadows Superman? None. Maybe Brainiac. Uh, Brainiac? Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor? Dark Side. But, but like... What do you mean, like, outshadows, like, interest-wise? Dude, there are so many, like, iconic DC villains. Joker, Harley Quinn, Yeah, the they're Riddler. all Batman. Um, what about, like, Cheetah? Everybody knows Cheetah. What the fuck is a Cheetah? You don't know who Cheetah is? Is, is that a... Who is that? She was literally just in the last Wonder Woman movie. Oh, which is it's, it's Wonder Woman's nemesis. I mean, it's, it's basically all of Batman's villains. Superman has a couple. Zod... Zod? You know who Zod is. Was he made for the original Superman movie? No, he's a character from the comics. Wow. What? The only character that was made for the movies, I think, was like Nuclear Man or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that fourth movie where, was. Where the fuck was Nuclear Man? Yeah, where was Nuclear Man? Where was Richard Pryor? <laughs> he was in one of the Superman movies. Yeah, he was. That was great. Um, so was Kevin Spacey. He played Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, that was a. a I will say movie. Batman's villains are uh, probably maybe a little more iconic. Oh, absolutely. But that's probably because they've gotten more film uh, adaptations. Dude, they literally made a Joker movie. They sure did. They're not I gonna. Mean, they're not gonna make a Cheetah movie. No, not after how badly that yeah. uh, went. I wrote epic scope, epic story. What do myths say about us? Why do Greek god figures always have weaknesses of character versus all-powerful Judeo-Christian god? That is an interesting difference, is that... Um, well, I, that's why I like Superman. He stands out because he's he doesn't really have flaws. Yeah. But he's not... Like, I don't know if you've read the Bible... OG God, kind of a dick. Yeah. He was like, hey, kill your son to prove you love me. Oh, by the way, flood. Oh, also... It's gonna rain frogs. It's gonna rain frogs. (laughs) Oh, hey, you better spread some pig's blood on your door or I'll kill your kids. Where's my notes? What are you looking for? I'm looking for my notebook. My, Um, My book of notes. What are people saying in the chat? Mostly that um, I'm right and you're wrong. I love that Gene looks exactly like he sounds. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, huh? Oh, that's um, that's mean. That's mean. Yeah, that was mean. You shouldn't tell Gene that he looks yeah like that. Just joined in her Judeo Xian God. Can I use the bathroom if you're gonna be looking for your book? I don't. Did I brand? I, I swear I like picked it up and put it in my bag. Born to be wild. If you're going to start, don't stop. 
Okay, guys, welcome to the part of the podcast that isn't good. That you're going to edit out. I'm not. I'm lazy, and I'm not going to go and try to find this footage and edit it out. Footage. Footage, yeah. This is... Where did where did this go? I blame you. Get your motor running. On the highway. Oh, yeah. Did I put it over here? Ugh. Did you find it? I didn't. I guess I don't have my notes. I remember putting it in my bag. I don't know what... I figured maybe I dropped it somewhere when I took it out. Oh, well. And whatever come on me. All right. Oh, now this is in the way. All right, come on back there. We got more to talk about. Okay. Well, I have stuff I want to try to talk about that you're like, nah, I don't care. Did you find your neck? I didn't, no. Do you remember, though, what you wanted to... We could rewatch the movie. Yeah, let's just throw it back on. Um, what were we talking about before? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, I I kind of want to talk about Cyborg because that was my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah. Do you want to put? Do you want to finish talking about the Judeo-Christian yeah. overtones versus? Um. Yeah, I sort well. That's kind of where I like the muddiness of this film. Like Superman is Jesus. Sort of. He does the T-pose a lot, like mm-hmm. Jesus. But mm-hmm. then also, like, these other characters are Greek gods and regular gods. And it's just like, it just feels like the movie doesn't... I, It doesn't... It's not thematically united a lot. Yeah, it's like, okay, I want to make this super serious superhero epic about these Amazons and these Atlanteans and humans. And it's this thousand-year-long epic... Lord of the Rings style story, and it's like, okay, cool. Like, what's the like? Because the core of Lord of the Rings is like male friendship, mm-hmm. and like a lot of it could be read as Whoa, like, ma- it's friendship. Okay, no, it's specifically like it's totally fine for men to hug after they go to war together. That's what the theme Only of that movie is. Only after they go to war together. Go rewatch Lord of the Rings, and it's like, listen, All twenty hours. You are allowed to hug your friends when you've gone to war together. It's a sh- it's a movie about the 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 tenseness of male relationships and and what's his name going because it's a movie he wrote after he went to war. It's about like. Oh. Br- Although he'll say it isn't, he's like, no, it's not about World War One, and it's like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't want it to be about World War One, it is. All quiet on the Western Front. That is not what I meant, but yes, that oh. is a book about World War One. Yeah, it's from it's, the like, German it's like all quiet on the Western Front, but with elves. <laughs> I like how you just reached for what you know. You're like, well, what World War One book do have I you know? ever read? All quiet. I have read. It's a great book. It's, it's from the German perspective. You. Uh, uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say. Uh, well, they weren't the bad they, guys. They, they, I mean, <laughs> they were the German. You proto bad guy. You know, did you know that the German army in World War One just like had a huge Jewish population? Fighting in their ranks. Yeah. And then they treated like them like shit when they got back. Yeah. Because they didn't like the Jewish veterans. Up. That's fucked up. Um, I'm going to be honest, Gene. Of the things Germans have done to the Jewish people. That's... World War One treatment. I mean, it's not, okay. Not as bad as what they would then do 15 years later. 
No, you know what's the years? worst thing they ever did was when they made Scarlet Witch not be Jewish in WandaVision. I that like, was number one. I like how I I know you know you fucked up, but you're like <laughs> I will I refuse to let anyone tell me I, that cultural representation is important I, in media. I just don't. <laughs> what a weird hill to I die on. I don't care. I know you don't care, but it's definitely like weird that this is the hill you've chosen. I know. Because earlier I was like, what if they made Black Panther white? And you instinctively knew that was bad. You were like, yeah, you can't do that. But I was like, but it's okay. But I also was like, hey, let's take a throw the dice. See what happens. They take one of two Romani characters ever and then they're like, not anymore. And you're like, yeah, who cares? Fuck them. Well, first of all, is it is it Jewish or is it Romani? Jewish Romani. She's both. So she's both? Yeah. In the comics. They allow that? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know I, I will say as I don't know a lot about being Romani uh, so I I won't comment on that but I will say that I think there's enough Jewish characters throughout the media that them not bringing it up or it's not that they didn't bring it up they just didn't mention anything about it so she you know could be Jewish still that I don't think it's necessarily that big a deal. I think you just don't care. No, I mean it, it, that's that's my reasoning. It's just like I I, I don't think <laughs> I think that's it's like not like afterwards well, reasoning where you were like I don't care and here's, here's no a, that's why I don't care. I because there's plenty of other Jewish characters in the you know media and the spectrum of there's plenty of. Most of the Jewish characters are like characters that are like kind of Jewish, but not really. Like you're like Spider Man's Jewish, and it's like yeah, but not on like he's not like going around being like hey everybody. Aruch batai adumainu. I don't know, but like, I mean, are there Christian characters? Yeah, like really obnoxiously. Who like Daredevil? Captain America is obnoxiously Christian. What? what? Literally in what? the Avengers. Um, Black Widow goes, hey, Cap, you might want to be careful. These are literal gods. And he goes, there's only one god, ma'am. And he doesn't dress like that. And then she ju- he jumps out of the plane. Uh, he could be a Jew and still say that. I just, I, there's He could be a Muslim and still believe that. Plenty of, like, openly Christian. Daredevil is a good example of openly He's Catholic, Catholic He's, Christian. He has the guilt. His yeah. whole character is based around that. But there's, like, a lot of, like, openly Christian. Yeah. And also, like, all right, you know what? You've changed my mind. I am fucking pissed. You should off. be a little mad. You know, back in my day, Scarlet Witch was a Jew. Okay, exactly. that's the witch I grew up with. She's a witch for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> we need more Jewish witches. Dear Disney, first of all, of course Walt Disney would do that. Famous anti-Semite. Okay? Actually, I, he's really not. Yeah, I know. I, I read that. That they that was a rumor <laughs> really just that, like a rumor that everyone keeps yeah. pushing. Also, that and his head being frozen. They also like that was a weird rumor that people made. No, no, that one's true. Really? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's just like the the rumors that he froze himself. That's so. No, he's probably just dead, like Elvis. And um... no, Elvis is alive. What was the other one like? Did, did they did they mention that in this movie? Like they went home. It was like Elvis, Michael Jackson, and Superman. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, ugh, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, that's that's a trio. <laughs> that's a trio. That's a. <laughs> 
I get that, like, culturally people said that they went home, but I don't know if I'd put that at the beginning of your movie. Yeah. I don't remember which cut that was in. Um, so, what were we talking about before you derailed me into your you racist said, tirade? Oh, my God. I can't even remember. I keep trying to talk about Cyborg. but Cyborg. Right. Let's talk about Cyborg. Cyborg. Okay. So, this was... It, it, can, can we get a little serious here? No, but we, we, you know, we can pretend. So, I've been doing a lot of psycho, uh, psychodrama therapy, right? And Tell the people what that means. Psychodrama is where you're in a group of people... And you have them sort of sit in and help you reenact some of your earlier traumas, a lot of stuff from your childhood, but also stuff from your adulthood. I did. So, a, you, so you use like theater? Yeah, you use theater exactly. So it's it's kind of like someone's like, okay, you're gonna play the mom. Yeah, like like here's a good example is like if you're like, okay, you had a really difficult relationship with your father. Well, Patrick, you're gonna stand in for your father. What, what is something your father would say? Hey, everybody, it's me, Gene's dad. Yeah, yeah. And then you would say that, and I'd be like, well, fuck you, dad, and blah, 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 blah. And it... <laughs> That's how your dad talks, right? Yes, yeah. For me, it helped me realize how much of my childhood trauma... It, it helped me peek into my subconscious and see how much of my childhood trauma still affects me to this day and causes my depression... And anxiety and, and how much of that is wrapped up in the people I grew up around with. So when I saw Cyborg and his story is that he was a star football player, but he, it, he had an absent father and his father being absent ultimately led to the tragic death of his mother. And then he is, has like all his arms and legs blown off. And his father steps in and sort of rebuilds him in that like his body is literally made of the trauma he experienced as a child, which I thought was amazing. And I think... And his father's guilt. Yeah, his father's guilt. Because his, his dad was like, oh no, I did this. I'm going to keep you alive against your wishes mm-hmm. because, yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to let go. Which is a, a, a statement on, I think, like intergenerational trauma, where we are all the products of our parents' trauma and them passing it down to us. And then, like, it's interesting how this trauma built as his cyborg body gives him these powers that he didn't realize he had, right? He can see life in a different way than most people, which is tr- tr- something true of trauma. But he struggles with wanting to embrace that because he's still just so fucking pissed off and he's down. And at first he's like, Wonder Woman meets with him. is like, do you want to join the team? He's like, fuck. He, I think he literally says, fuck you or something. Uh, I don't remember. And it's just. He definitely. She was like given like a, an emotional appeal being like, you got to stop cutting yourself off from the world. And I, I cut myself and he just flew away. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mid-sentence. Yeah. And I, I just like, I don't know if it's because I just did this weekend or whatever, but it, it really struck me as like, wow, this is super like relevant. It's on point. Like this is everything like a superhero should be like overcoming this like pain or like learning to deal with this pain. It's such a great metaphor, I thought. What did I you think? I agree. Uh, I, it's funny because the original cut had none of that. Yeah. And Cyborg was just there to do plot stuff yeah and in this one he is 
he is the emotional core of yeah, the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Like, a lot of the movie is about him. He's connected to the mother boxes. He's ultimately going to be how they defeat the mother boxes. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's all. Uh, I will say, like, Cyborg is a character that they have been tackling. Like, they tackled him in, uh, what is it called? Oh, no. There's another show, Doom Patrol. Doom yeah. Patrol. And he is it's phenomenal. Probably better than this, but this is like really good too. Ray mm-hmm. Fisher did a phenomenal job, and it sucks because like he he put all this on the on the you know the film he they they he knew all this existed, and then Warner Brothers screwed him over, and mm-hmm. supposedly he had a really hard time with Josh Whedon. Yeah, I remember seeing that, and like it's nice to see that he had like this feels like a vindication. Yep. Like I'm I'm glad I got to see this. All of my complaints about the movie aside, I think this was like really really good Mm -hmm. it it's clear he understands this character or at least cares to understand this character more and wants to like really explore that yeah i thought it was i i I thought it was excellent i think you know you're you're spot on it's the emotional core of the film i think his origin story was the most powerful moment of the film emotionally and i i like that you know, ultimately, he forgives his father. His father sacrifices himself. And it's about his journey is him, you know, learning to process the rage he feels from being abandoned as a child, you know, emotionally. And he does that, but you could see how painful of a process that is for him. Right? And it's it's funny, too, because, like, every Batman movie is... They got to show the... You know, Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed. And, and he's, like, supposedly devastated. But you never see the fucking emotional journey. You never see it. And there's... I, I think, to me, this one really stuck out, too, because... Batman's parents get killed in a senseless crime. And it's like... Uh, okay, like, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I know. But but Cyborg had to deal with the fact that he despised his father. And that he had to learn to overcome that in order to move forward. And he blamed his mother's death on her. which him. On him, excuse me. Which I think, I, I don't know, it just felt really relevant. I, I agree. I I like that he's like one of the most powerful characters and that he's like, he knows everything and he can access anything. And he's also like in a way more alien than yes. these other super powered beings, even though he's human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was interesting seeing that interplay. I really enjoyed that whole scene where he like found a woman that was, yeah, that was amazing. I mean, again, it's a, that each one of the characters had a save the cat scene mm-hmm. where it, but you have to show the audience like, Hey, this is a good guy. Here's Flash saving a pretty girl. Yeah. Giving some puppies a hot dog. Here's Aquaman saving a silly drowning man. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's Cyborg. He's he, going to give money to the poor. He finds a, a poor woman who gets locked out of her apartment and he digitally creates $100,000 and puts it in her account. And it's it was so touching because so many wounded people like do these nice things for strangers because it's like, I know for me, it's like, I want to do something nice for these people that was never done for me when I was in a tough situation. 
And it's so beautiful, but it's so, like, tragic. All I could think when it was happening was, like, is this woman going to get, like, arrested by the IRS? Yeah, yeah, I did think her, that, too. For her capital gain? She yeah. Owe, like, oh, I hope you have a good accountant because you just got a hundred grand. Like, it's... In, in... And then another part of me is like, all right there, cyborg, why yeah. don't you do us a favor and, and, and fix... The financial crisis. $1,400 checks. <laughs> well, first of all, Cyborg, where's my $1,400? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while you're at it, take all that money. I was waiting for the scene where he, like, looks over and sees, like, he, she sees her little pile of money. And then he'd, like, turn and see just, like, the rest of the room as Jeff Bezos. Yeah. And yeah. he would just slowly start. Yeah. I was like, yeah, get it. Yeah. That would have been a better movie if, if it was just socialism via Comrade Cyborg. Cyborg. Comrade Cyborg. And his, yeah. <laughs> And his socialist takedown of the rich. Yeah. I thought that was great. And I really liked um, Barry Allen and his dad. Yeah, that was better too. In the original cut, his dad's just like, get out of here, kid. Um, He's incompetent in the original film. Who? Barry Allen? Barry Allen. So Batman meets him and he's got that same dork energy, but like... When they go, when when Batman's sitting in the care, there's like K-pop playing behind him and memes, and there's more, um, like shitty jokes. And then in the in that first battle where they go in and the Flash is like helping everyone escape, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, in the original cut, he's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do anything. I've never been in a fight before. And Batman's oh, yeah. like, just save one person, and then. You'll know what to do. And I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. I, but I also, this is a problem that I've noticed every movie. What do you do with a speedster? Because he can just super speed around. It's true. So they were like, you have to go take this, the civilians out very slowly. Well, so like Batman meets up with him and the, and Batman's like, get in my car. And it's like, what the fuck does this guy need a car for? <laughs> he can run faster than any fucking car ever built. I was at the end of the movie when he was running around the town building a charge. I was like, what a clever way to take Flash out of the fight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then and then he like tripped and I was like, is this going to be it? Is this Flash's yeah. Oh, yeah. contribution yeah. to the so, whole? Th- so during the epic battle, he's running around. He gets hit by something. One of the bugs shoots him. And he trips. And he starts whining like a little bitch. Well, He's like, he did uh, just get shot uh, in the gut. I got, yep, so what? These fuckers are getting shot left and right. Yeah, but they're immune to bullets. Th- this guy's like, uh, I got the wind knocked out of me. Well, it's he's like, lying. He got me, shot in the excuse gut. Excuse me, you're a fucking superhero. You don't get to say that shit. I really want you to get shot in the gut so but, that you can be like, okay, this is actually really painful. But, but, but. Like let, me just punch minor, you, let me just punch you in the stomach. It seemed like such a minor injury. He had for like him a hole come, in him. Yeah, it, it was a scratch. He had like a two inch by Superman six is inch like take took an axe to the shoulder. Yeah, he's like impervious to damage. Yeah, but this guy can fucking run so fast he goes back in time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't get hurt. His body can sustain velocity faster than the speed of light, and he trips. And scrapes his stomach, and he's like, oh, I can't. Typical millennial, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. This is why we get emails, <laughs> because you're just a conservative man. I am. You're just like, you You so desperately want to be the thing that you look like. First, they take away Dr. Seuss. Then they take oh away Pepe Le Pew. And now the Flash... <sighs> 
bitches and moans when he gets shot. Not in my America. Ugh. Not in my America. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was so ridiculous. I don't even think you've read a Dr. Seuss book. A Yertle the Turtle. <laughs> it's my favorite. I can't believe they took away Yertle the Turtle. Wait, wait, wait. He wrote... You don't uh, even know the ones they took off the market. He wrote All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Fun fact, he actually had malaria. Oh. No, nice. it's just a callback. Oh, okay. I Whale sounds. Celine um, Dion. Car, car keys. I car make, keys. I want to make the car keys jingling a, a callback. Um, I... Yeah, what did... So... That was the mo- part of the movie that, like, pulled away the most from the original cut. In the original cut, Superman shows up, largely the same kind of beats. They beat the shit out of Steppenwolf for a while. Um, and and then Superman flies over and he's like, hey, Cyborg, you need some help? And he, like, helps him pull the mother boxes apart and they both scream for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of screaming. And then this one, Darkseid shows up, the mother boxes do the unity all the characters die and then flash Flash. is like fuck and he goes back in time like five minutes he like runs i like that scene it was cool watching him like run and like the ground is forming under him and then he yeah he does the he touches it's funny for the flash they never showed him fast it was always slow-mo. One time they did. Yeah. When the people were about to get crushed by the rocks and he's above them. Mm-hmm. And they also didn't explain how he got his powers. Uh, they did in a scene... Oh, did wait. Did they... In the original cut, they have a scene where they're talking to each other while they dig up the grave. Didn't he say... Did they do that in this one where he says, I got hit by lightning? I don't know. Or something? I feel like they offhandedly... I don't remember. He gets hit by lightning. Okay. That, is that what happens when you get hit by lightning? Well, he also gets like doubt. Uh, the Flash is weird because in some originally he got hit by lightning and then covered in chemicals, and that's what gave him the powers. But in then later iterations, he is the lightning that gives himself powers because he runs back in time and gives them to himself. So it's Flash is fucking confusing, See, man. Yeah, He's yeah. got like built-in time travel. This is why like Marvel characters are different. It's like either her- that's why they killed Quicksilver as fast as they possibly mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. It's either horrific, tr- like, accident, or test subject. The only one born with it is Thor. And it's because he's a god. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know? That's the other... That's kind of why Marvel characters are, like, more relatable. Because they're more broken people, yeah. and their powers are less crazy and more, um, like you said, like, accidents. Yeah. Spider bites and gamma explosions. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Tony builds his own suit. True. But, like... Um, Superman is Kryptonian, and you know, Wonder Woman's ass- an Amazon. I Arthur ass- is an Atlantean. I assume the Flash was just born with that power. No, he was a, he was an accident. Oh, okay, maybe. Um, but yeah, I really, for whatever reason, I like this scene when at the end when he comes back and he's like, "Dad, I got a job." Yeah, he was really proud. That was like that was a really moving scene. And, and his dad is in prison because he was falsely accused of murdering his mom, which I hate to say it. Zoom does it. I hate to say it, but in real life, if if you're in that situation, um, your dad is probably not falsely accused. <laughs> oh, no. In this, yeah. like, Zoom goes back in time and kills his mom in front of him. Oh. And, like, because he's a speedster, all the evidence points to his father. Like, I think in different iterations, like, it does it in different ways, but, like... Yeah, his dad gets falsely accused, and he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, a flashpoint 
which I think DC was going to do, Flash goes back and saves his mom and it like completely fucks the universe. Shatters the universe. Yeah. And then Michael Keaton shows up. And then Michael Keaton shows yeah, up. Yeah, dude. Because he's playing Thomas Wayne because Batman is the one who got shot in the alley and his mom turns into the Joker and his dad turns into Batman with guns. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then Arthur and and Diana are at war with one another. The Atlanteans and the Amazons are at war and Superman, like... Got landed in a lab. Got so landed. He got landed. <laughs> Anyways, any hoozles. So let's talk about that 20 minute nightmare nonsense. This is the part where I'm like, this. I, I think these movies would have probably been bad. Yeah. Like we got to watch this as like, a, this is what it could have been. Isolated on HBO Max, Max yeah. pads And nailed it. Second callback. Yeah. But like... He had planned to do this whole nightmare, dystopian future. Like, everything we saw at the end of the movie was like a prequel of the next film. Yeah. And well, I don't want it. It was called, it was literally called Epilogue. Yeah. And, and first of all, uh, I think he could have handled a lot of it in like a, I know I hate them, but a after credits scene, right? I think they just des a lot of the DCEU feels like it's just trying really hard not to be Marvel while also being Marvel. Blatantly, this whole movie was like, oh, this is just Infinity War. I mean, although they would have technically had it out before Infinity War, but yeah, but like Infinity War, like the seeds for that were planted in earlier movies. Yeah, that's so. why Marvel Marvel has been slowly building up goodwill for years, and DC was like. Fuck that. Yeah. We're doing it now. Yeah, We're going to yeah. introduce three of the Justice League in the movie. In the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only characters we were introduced to in the Avengers... None of them. None of them. I mean, we'd seen them all before. Yeah. Although, I guess Hawkeye was the biggest... No, but Hawkeye he was, was in Thor. Thor but yeah. like, he has like two lines. Yeah. So, you get a lot more Hawkeye in the Avengers. But like, yeah, we had... Cat, Iron Man had two movies, Captain America had a movie, Thor had a movie, Hulk had a movie. Yeah. And like pretty beloved movies too. Yeah. Not, well received. not just like, here's a Superman movie. Now Batman's going to try to kill Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here is the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> Three movies in. But let's talk about that epilogue because it was. So Batman is in the future. So wait, wait, wait Superman's before mad. Before that, they have like the happy ending. Yeah, they won. They won. Barry Allen has a job. Superman. But they didn't win. Because that's kind of what's yeah. seeded through the movie. Is like Cyborg sees the future. Or Bruce Wayne. One of them sees the future where like if they bring Superman back, it ends the world. Yeah. And they do it anyway. And. But, you know, ostensibly, we love that word around here. I love that word. You're just making fun of me. The the movie ends. There's happy, you know. Batman, Bruce Wayne is like, oh, we're going to build a hall of justice. We're going to need six seats. And then uh, Alfred is like, you're probably going to need more. And Wonder Woman's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Barry Allen gets a job. Clark Kent is... Ten- tangerine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sir, uh, I, I like what you're thinking with the table. But what you need to think about <laughs> is a man with a tangerine. A tangerine. Some men just want to watch the world burn, yeah. Master Wayne. And then it sort of oddly... Uh, there's a scene where Lex Luthor has busted out of jail. And he's on a yacht. And Deathstroke shows yeah, up. Just, 
First time we've seen him. Yeah, and and you're like, what the fuck? And Jesse Eisenberg is like, um, hey, I know who <laughs> Batman is. It's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then it cuts to the future. It cuts to a, like a future or a dream. It's Just no future. explanation. There's like a giant spaceship vomiting lava onto a city. There's a highway. And then you see Batman with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then you see a Flash, but it's not the same Flash. No, it's the same Flash. Oh, it is? But I think he just grew a mustache. Oh, my God. Doesn't it look like a different character? I it does. I think it's still Ezra Miller, but he's got, like, armor on that transforms. There's, I think that's his speed force. And then there's, armor. like, Aquaman's girlfriend. Mera. And then Deathstroke is fucking there. With a white mohawk. With a white mohawk. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then the Joker is like, <laughs> he's sitting on a cop car. <laughs> he's sitting on a cop car and it's Jared Leto. And it's like, dude, when that scene started, I didn't realize that they were all traveling together. I yeah. thought that Batman and his team ran across the Joker on some random Same. highway. Same, but then they... And then I was like, oh no, they've teamed up for whatever reason. That's and... what this, that's where all this was going. Batman and Joker are going to team up, and then like they, they bring time back, but Superman has a son, and Superman's son becomes the next Batman, and like all this just fucking like but craziness. The, the best part. The best part. <laughs> the part that made me laugh out loud. I think it's gonna be what I'm is, thinking of. Is the Joker? This Joker's like giving him this shit. And my my roommate said that he thinks this Joker might be um, Jason Todd or some shit. I don't know, some weird shit. There's a theory that he's Jason Todd in the comics. He kills Jason Todd. I think that's what he's egging Batman on about. He's like, because I, you know, yeah, you I sent Jason. I, Todd I killed your your Robin or whatever. But Joker is like, hey, you won't, you won't. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I, I burst out laughing. I'll fucking like, kill he's you. He's like, listen, first of all, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> it was no, so he, goes, funny. he goes, when I kill you, and make no mistake about it, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, it was... I laughed so hard. No, I like, because he said it so casually, it was like Ben Affleck from Mallrats. It was And so... he still got the voice modulator. Oh he's my... Like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. He's like, make no mistake. I've tweeted I'll about that. I'll fucking kill you. I was, like, I was like, this is this goes to show that if you put four hours of just unbelievably serious super yeah. heroics in front of it, when Batman says, I will fucking kill you, I'll laugh. <laughs> it was... And you know what's the crazy part, too, is that wasn't even the first F-bomb in the movie. No, there's a few. There were a couple. Cyborg says it. Some of the other characters say it. Which is... Weird because there was also like hyper violence. Like they were cutting oh, yeah. people in half. This and, was like, like this was this they they decapitated um uh Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah, was this like an R rated? This cut? version, this cut was. There were a you don't you get one f bomb. 
in a yeah, PG-13. Yeah, yeah, and there's no on-screen no, decapitations. No, no. This was Well, I guess Thanos. I guess you can... Con- well, he was off-screen, sort the, of. Well, the hyper-violence was against, like, aliens. And I think you have a little more leeway when it comes to that. Yeah, but I think in some of the other scenes, like, the Atlantean gets, like, ripped in half. Yeah. I think. And they, like... Oh, yeah. In the Atlantean scene, like, he ripped a lot of people in half. Yeah. And there was, like, blood in the water. Yeah. But he says, I'll fucking kill you. And it's... <laughs> It's I'll fucking cute. I laughed harder at that than like any comedy movie I've seen in the past five years. It was amazing. And then Bruce Wayne wakes up and it was a dream. Did he wake up? Yeah, he wakes up. And he's in I his, don't even remember. He wakes up. He's in his lakeside house. Oh, and then Martian Manhunter shows Martian up. Martian Manhunter shows up. Hi. I'd like to join the team in the future. Yeah. I was earlier in the film when I told Lois Lane yeah. she's got to get back and I... Uh, maybe part of the is he part of the time travel shenanigans? Does he uh, just know? I don't know. I don't know anything about the Martian Manhunter. But at that point, I was just like, this could have been an after credits scene. I thought they were gonna kill Lois like in this film. I thought that's how this film was gonna end, and I think that's how it was supposed to end originally. Why would they do that though? Because Zack Snyder <laughs> wants to. That. Yeah, because he doesn't. He he just does. That's what he wants to get yeah. to the night. Zack Snyder, like this is the thing that makes me so fucking mad. This version of Superman, like everything that they keep doing, is a reference to um, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. It's the Frank Miller super edgy. Batman's a fascist. Superman's a fascist. Everybody's a fucking fascist, and it's just super over the top and mm-hmm. super hyper masculine aggressiveness. But it's supposed to be an indictment of that sort of shit. And like, it's like that Fight Club thing where he uh, like doesn't get that that's not. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, Batman puts on a suit of armor and beats the shit out of Superman. Like, in the comic, there was an undertone to that. And those characters kept getting more and more ridiculously drawn and, and like hyper. It's like a satire. It was, yeah, it was satire, satirizing it. And this is like, no. Super fucking serious. Mm-hmm. Which, on the one hand, I'm like, okay, I mean, it's kind of fun watching somebody take Superman and Atlanteans and, and all this. I almost said Australians. Yeah. Super same serious. Same thing. I did, I did, I will say, I appreciated the seriousness of this. Because, I'll be honest, like, sometimes Marvel trying to be comedic can get annoying. I find I, I, I guess I I just I'm sorry I was just watching a I don't even know if this is a Geico commercial oh yeah uh I I feel like you're not wrong there's a lot of the times they'll use bathos in a Marvel film which What's is when bathos? you when you undercut a serious moment mm-hmm. for a joke yeah as opposed to pathos, which is when you undercut, when you have a serious moment that you just allow, like, oh my god, you're my, whatever. Yeah. You're, Luke, I am your father. Like, nobody but popped I'm out and was like, oh, no, it looks like someone's got daddy issues. Like, that that would been, be amazing. That would have been pathos. That would be so great. And, uh, like, Rocket Raccoon does that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this big serious scene. He's like, yeah, now we're all fucking standing around just a couple of jackasses. And yeah. You, and you chuckle and you move on. 
And this movie was like, we're not going to do that. At all. There was like three or four. I, I will say the the original cut's humor isn't funny. It's weird and it's off-putting and it's like, Batman's just a chutz. Mm-hmm. And, and like, all of them are cracking jokes with each other and it just doesn't fit. And this movie, all the jokes I felt were kind of fun. Yeah. Like when they all leave and just Flash is standing there with Commissioner Gordon. I was like, oh, I didn't know this yeah. was originally a Snyder. I thought that was a Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. That or like good. when Batman says his power is being rich. I was yeah. like, this fits with the mm-hmm. overall... It what, It didn't feel forced. Unjokey tone of it mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Or even like, I felt like the Flash fit in this movie a lot better. Yeah. Because he was the one character who was... He was the comic relief. But he's not like overbearing about it exactly in the, in the original cut he's unfunny and it's in annoying face, yeah. and he's incompetent so he's like just the worst and mm-hmm. this he's like completely competent but he's like a kind of a goofball and i'm like that's flash i like that you did a good job there yeah i liked his kind of budding relationship with um cyborg yeah that was great and i felt like that was that was well done it was a bromance the fact that like when Cyborg lost his dad and Flash was like, oh my god. I All of these characters have daddy issues, yeah. by the way. Every single fucking one of them. It's true. I like that. <laughs> Superman's got two daddy issues. Uh, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman's dad is like Zeus, I think. And she's a god killer. I, I thought she was just made... She had two moms. Well, in the comics, <laughs> her mom makes her out of clay. And then uh, Zeus like gives her... But in this, I think she's a demigod. I think Zeus is her dad. I think that comes out in um, eighty four. In, in, in no, in the original, whatever the original Wonder Woman was, and uh, Cyborg uh, Cy- clearly, Cyborg clearly, and then um, Barry Allen, is- Aquaman. Aquaman has daddy issues. Yeah, because his dad it was more mommy issues because his mom abandoned him. But he's sort of like at the end of the movie, he's like, I gotta go see my dad. Yeah, my father. I gotta go to the lighthouse where my dad. Um, what's his name? Wait, Willem Dafoe? Is no, no. Name? His dad is the guy who played all the clones from Star Wars. Oh. And Boba Fett? It's Boba Fett. Uh, oh. T and Morrison. Or T, something Tony with a T. Tony Morrison? No. T, <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Boba Fett. You remember he was Boba Fett when, when we watched uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, I know that actor. Yeah, that's his dad. I don't know his name. Oh, how dare you? How do I portray Jesus? There's so many... Uh, T- Tamara Morrison. Oh, okay. I, I was close. Tamara? I don't, I'm probably butchering it. Right there. Apologies. Tem... Ooh. Temura. So, uh... Uh... We're racists. Yeah. That's on us. That's a, that's an hour bad. Yeah. That's a big oops from the two of us. That was a very... If I had my car keys with me, I'd jingle them right now. Uh oh, we did a racism. Yeah. I uh, what other things about this movie did I think were really really dumb? Uh, I actually liked in the first the original cut when they go to the Amazons when when she leaves and the doors slam, she gets outside and then literally within three seconds the guy bursts out of the wall. Oh, and just keeps chasing him and it never falls into the sea. And it never does any of that. She's just like, close the gates! And then the guy like literally just, just pushes his way out of the wall. And it's so bad. And you're like, what is this whole fucking scene? And this one I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Huge sacrifice. They all mm-hmm. fall into the ocean and she like gave up all those Amazons to try to stop him. Yeah. As opposed to the 
the shitty cut where he so, just... So he, he just... did kill all the Amazons. Well, she did by dropping that into the ocean. Oh, uh, okay. And then okay. he just jumps out. And at Because at the end, he's like taunting her. He's like, I saw all the Amazons die. A lot of them he did. And she's like, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> yeah. I thought... So here, here... I'll be honest. When she saves the kids from the bank, I thought, okay, this is cool. That scene where he's like stealing the box from the, I sort of checked out. I was like, this is, this is a lot of CGI poop. Pew, 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 pew. How I was like, all right, just fucking like, we get it. It's a plot point. Why, like, one of those times where I was like, you could have done this in like a minute. Or two. Well, Instead, you, it's this epic. You watch the original cut because they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. It, it's such a long movie that it's hard to like remember a lot of it. I like how it begins with Superman dying and his like scream reverberates throughout the land. In the original cut, the movie starts with bad cell phone footage of a child meeting Superman, being like, "What do you like about Earth?" And he's really too close to the frame. Like, the camera's, like, right in his face. And you can see his shitty CGI mustache. Oh, did you not know about this? So Uh, when they did reshoots, uh, Henry Cavill was shooting Mission Impossible 4. When uh, he had that just glorious, gigantic fucking mustache. And they didn't allow him to shave it. So they just had to shoot all these scenes where Superman has this big fucking porn stash. And uh, they just CGI removed it. And it uh, looks so... Bad. Oh my god. And the movie starts with this uncanny valley shot of him being like, oh, what do I love about Earth? And, <laughs> and it's so bad. That's I loved so this one. Good. That's so good. This one was much, much better. I kind of want to watch the original cut now. I kind of would like to see your reaction to it, having seen the much better version. I think I watched it on mute when I was on the treadmill last year. <laughs> That's I did that and then I did Aquaman, which looked really bad. It's it's fun if you like campy Power Rangers esque cheese. I do not like any of those things. Oh well, that's it's like a movie that like at by the end there's like a giant CGI monster battle with a giant kraken and like five different armies. Yeah, and I'm not about that. <laughs> it's like it's but, like if you distilled Lord of the Rings but made it underwater. Let's be real here, Aquaman. Kind of a shitty character. <laughs> I mean, he's just... They're, they're trying so hard to make Aquaman cool. Cool, yeah. And his name is Aquaman. Yeah. And and he, like... I heard... He's I a, heard you're the protector of the deep. He's like a... The Aqua... Yeah, yeah. Man. He's a fish boy. He's a fish boy. He's... He, he's stupid. He, he looks dumb. He has... <laughs> Even, like, they took Jason Momoa, who's one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, and they they made him kind of lame. Because he gets in the water, and it's like, bro, bro, come on. You shouldn't be in the water. You should be on a motorcycle. You should be hanging out with Les Claypool, bass player for Primus, your favorite band. He's a huge Primus fan. I, made I know, a promise. you really wanted to tell me I about it. I made a promise. It. Jason Momoa, He, I, I saw the videos. He went to Les Claypool's house. They played bass together. Uh, it was really, it was really cool. <laughs> fucking... But yeah, Aquaman is just lame. He's fucking lame. I mean, and in the his, his name is Arthur Curry. 
That's not a superhero. That's like an accountant. Arthur Curry. Um, Arthur Curry is here. That's a dentist. That's a fucking dentist. You took a dentist. <laughs> like a name shaming? Yes. Arthur. Ar- <laughs> I feel like if his name was like, um, what's a, what's a name? Todd. Todd? No one named Todd is allowed to be... Yeah. Um, that's a shitty... I think, I think Hank Green made a video about that. He was like, there's no famous Todds. Todd. Name a famous Todd. I, I, I can name a couple of athletes, but, you know, they're not famous for... Imagine imagine you're just like, like Spider-Man's like, what's your, take off your mask, what's your real name? It's Todd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's Todd. It's, Todd it's... Hanky. <laughs> Todd Hanky. <laughs> So my name's Todd Hankey. That's, yeah. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, so Todd. Aquaman is dumb. I thought the Wonder Woman uh, diffusing the bank robbery scene was really I liked cool. how much, uh, in the original cut, they're just in the room and then she appears and fights them immediately. Mm-hmm. There's no build-up. There's none of that. This had, like, them getting out of the car. Yeah. I will say, a lot of it's pretty indulgent. It's, like... Super self-indulgent. Here's a scene of them getting out of the cars. Here's a scene of them getting into the bank. Here's the scene of them walking to the foyer of the bank. Here's a scene of them going up the stairs of the bank. But, now dude, they're, they're, they're just shooting people. But it's, like... There's a part of me that's, like, you know, I'm pretty bored. Like, I've been in quarantine for a year. Really? You're not bored? In not, not in that... No, no, no. I'm talking about that scene was no, cool. no, no. I am bored in general. Oh, and then yeah, you give me four hours of something to do, and I'm like pretty thankful to have four hours. Like the WandaVision episodes, I was like, man, only 28 minutes or whatever. Like, I want to sink my oh, teeth. No. I don't want to think for. F- this movie was like a nice, like, hey, are you really bored? Here's four hours mm-hmm. of just stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been pretty busy lately, but I'm just seeing a lot of clients and. I don't know. I guess I just have a life. <laughs> oh, thanks. Sorry. Thanks for invalidating everyone who sacrificed their life to keep others safe. I Gene. know. I know. I I will say that. I'm so sorry for having, uh, for being bored. <laughs> that I didn't find the bank. I thought it was cool because they go in the bank. I'm not and- saying the bank is boring. I'm saying that the self-indulgent stuff I was fine with because I've spent a year in my apartment oh, not yeah, doing yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And I will watch anything. So you're agreeing with me. I am agreeing with you. You're just such an asshole. I'm such an asshole. (laughs) Well, the movie begins with a nine minute long intro. And it's (laughs) Superman dying. (laughs) For nine fucking minutes. Yeah. And I was on board. I was like, yeah, if you're just going to go big, then go big. And it... It was one of those movies where I was like, wow, this is still, like, I'm only an hour and a half in. Like, I'm a full movie into this. It was cool because, like, it it did give itself time to really flesh shit out. I agree. Which I think, like... By the end of this, I liked all the characters. Yeah. I was like, I hope they win. Except Aquaman. (laughs) I, I never liked Aquaman. It's. I, I wonder if you'd like the original cut more because instead of playing like slow sad songs, it was always like. They did. They, Aquaman. Like every time he's on the screen, they're playing like this really bombast. I think it's a famous song. They did have some like 
guitar distortion pump up music, which I was anytime Wonder Woman did anything. They oh, were like, her, theme, her theme. Her theme's really cool. I thought. I also liked all the Superman theme. I like. I think the soundtrack in this version Excellent. was much better than Excellent. the uh, X. Oh, so go into Superman. So. He he gets resurrected. He's he's angry, but then he goes to Kansas, and it's this weird Garden of Eden moment where, like, I think I started to see the appeal of Superman because he is this all powerful being, but he just wants to be. He doesn't. He's like he doesn't like Batman wants to rid the world of crime, and that is his passion. And and Wonder Woman wants to protect. The Amazonians. But Superman just wants to be. He just wants to be. And there's this like real interesting like existential kind of. That's why he's interesting, man. That yeah. man can do anything and he decides to put on a suit and go write for a newspaper. He yeah. got a job. He's just. He doesn't need a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He chooses to do that. I think that he scene. He puts on glasses and he acts all clumsy. Yeah. That scene like <laughs> showed. That showed me like kind of the appeal of it. That's you know? kind of the fun of it is like Batman, Bruce Wayne is Batman's mask. Mm-hmm. He puts on the Bruce Wayne mask and he goes about his day. And then Diana Price is, uh, or Diana Prince is, is Wonder Woman's fake character that she goes to a museum and won't tell anyone about her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Clark Kent isn't a character that yeah. Superman plays. Yeah, Superman yeah. is is a character that Clark Kent plays. I mean, he has all these crazy powers and stuff, but he's just Clark Kent. He's a good mm-hmm. old boy from Kansas, and he loves his mom, and he, he, he works for a newspaper, and he's just an all-American. All but it, it, it's interesting. He's like, he's also an alien, and but he just doesn't, like, unlike the other superheroes who constantly want something, Superman just wants to exist. And it's the world that won't allow him to do that. And there's like this really interesting thing in that like he just wants to live in heaven and like be peaceful. But the world doesn't allow that to happen where the other characters are motivated by a sense of duty. Well, I think Superman's got some of that too cuz he's like he's like I could just stay here with my mom and my and my fiance wife or but he's like yeah, but you know, they brought me back for a reason and I should probably go figure out what that is. Mhm. But that also leads to him going crazy when Lois dies. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was the first time I, I started to, like, see the appeal to him. But it's 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 also a very different story from what I'm used to from comic book superheroes. Because they're always trying to avenge something. Or they have a sense of responsibility. Or duty. Or guilt. Like, even Thor. Thor, who's, like, the closest comparison you can make in Marvel, is like, well, nope. I, who would you say? Superman and Thor, not similar at all. Who would you compare him to? Captain America. Well, Captain America has a sense of like duty. They're to like the, the same character. I don't, there's some differences I here and there. I don't think so. Superman is like Superman's always right. Like he's that morally good, automatically good. But whatever Superman side, whatever side Superman takes is probably the right one. But Superman, like Captain America, believes in America because he believes it's. it's right. So Superman's literal like catchphrase is "truth, justice, and the American way." 
But which I will point out, and people have said before, I kind of ignore a lot of that. Uh, because, but, like, some people say that he's, like, the American Ubermensch and some other stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. there was some pretty scathing reviews of this movie, how Superman's this, like, all-powerful white man who comes to save the day. And, like, thank God for this the one all-white powerful white savior. And, like, I, you know, I'm not gonna say that's not a fair, uh, reading of the film. But it's also, like, again, remember that he was created by two Jewish guys during yeah. World War II. And like, he is—he is the the immigrant story yeah. of like uh, an immigrant coming to America and and making America a better place and falling in love with the American dream. And is he Jewish? I don't think no, because he's a Kryptonian and his mom. Pa oh, what Kryptonians can't be Jewish? No, because Jew Ju- Judaism doesn't exist on Krypton. Oh, Sorry, to that's break. right. Where are my car keys? <laughs> How dare you, Pat? Space Jews exist. Yes. Um, here, here's what, what I was think. was that? Didn't he have a space oh. Jews? Oh, no, Jews in space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jews in space. Um, space Jews totally exist. How do you think they built the fucking space laser? I, he is the space laser. Yeah, he is the Jewish space laser. I, I mean, but that, I mean, I have a personal, uh, I like Superman. And I also don't think that, like, there's also been black Superman, which I would be fine with. I'm not like, it has to be white. I would prefer it not be Clark Kent, but, like, I guess I wouldn't care. That, I, ooh. No, but there have been, like, black Superman. They have their own name. So, like, bring him in. Okay. Instead of... Like, I don't want to see... Like, I was a little annoyed that they used Miles Morales' story for Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Because I want Miles Morales. I want... Mm. Uh, I want him. I want that character to have... Because he's such a well-written, interesting, fun character. But, you know, I also don't care if you turn Nick Fury into a black guy. Because Nick Fury or uh, Samuel Jackson is the perfect casting. Um, uh, To me, like... Captain America is like a Christ-like figure. Because he sacrifices for the greater good. And his whole story is suffering. He loses Bucky. He loses his parents to a war. He's too scrawny to even give get the opportunity to sacrifice, which pains him in an existential way to the point where he's willing to mutilate his own body just so he can give back to the I, country, right? Superman is the last son of Krypton. His entire race was wiped out. That's true, but both he's, of his parents are dead. Then his then his bio then his adopted father often dies. He's but he's not. He's not. The one difference is that he doesn't start off weak. He's not fighting for Krypton, though. He's not. He doesn't have to do any of the stuff he does. To me, he's more of like a Buddhist character, who like. You know, he understands. He has this like incredible power, but it's not motivated by a sense of loss or guilt he just understands he just wants to give back because he's meditated on it enough to see that that's a good thing not really what what depiction are you going off of just like this movie here you took away that he's like a buddhist from this he's just in the the field the wheat field and he's just staring at it in a very existential kind of way well he just got brought back brought back from the dead yeah I, I think that there's, like, because you have to remember that, like, Superman can pretty much hear everything, mm-hmm. like, all the time. So, like, he just hears suffering 
constantly and it either chooses to do nothing about it or like you know help people yeah i i don't know i i still feel like cat has guilt and that's what like he has to do that where superman chooses to because superman could like you're saying he could not do all these things I guess uh, some of the big differences is like Superman's not a soldier. And a lot of yeah. Cap's problem is that if he doesn't have a war, he doesn't really know how to define himself as exactly. a person. But like Superman is so powerful that he like draws conflict to him. Yeah, exactly. He has a lot of the time like no choice but to do stuff. Exactly. Like like he, he just wants to sit and stare at the wheat in the field. <laughs> But then fucking Doomsday and Darkseid are like, I don't fucking think so, but or and even Batman. Batman's like, whoa, buddy, we gotta talk. Um, there was a line that I did like that they cut from the original where he was like, You you wouldn't you wouldn't let me live, now you won't let me or you wouldn't it was like you wouldn't let me live, you now you won't let me die. What do you want from me? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. And I I mean I guess I kinda liked stoically silent, angry, I'm back from the dead Superman. I don't know. I hate the way Zack Snyder d- depicts him. I, I, I want you to go back and and like, have you seen the original, like Christopher Reeves? No. You have. We, maybe we should watch that because I think that'll give you a really good idea of like who Superman. He's is. just a good person. Like he's just Ugh. deep at his core, a a a Boy Scout. Like he helps people not because he is like you're not wrong. He doesn't do it out of a sense of like guilt or obligation. He's just such a good person. His parents just instilled in him, "Hey, you should help others." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Wow, well, I got all these powers. I guess I'll help them to the to the max." You know, cuz cuz his whole thing is like, yeah, he comes from Krypton. He's the last son, but he doesn't become Superman until he's raised by the Kents. Yeah, that's what makes him that like because they're just like good, good people, people, good down to earth, hardworking Americans. Yeah, and they instill those values into him. A lot of his stuff is like American values, like mm-hmm. freedom, and I mean like nineteen forties American yeah, values, yeah. not two thousand twenty <laughs> American <laughs> oh, values. Oh God, I don't because he's yeah. all about like freedom and and uh, you know he's a bit he's big on immigrants and you know is he yeah he's an alien. But does he, is he like Superman's done a lot? Like, there's a lot of really interesting comics. Has he where like he, t- tear down the border wall and shit like that? Well, there was one time where he got rid of all the nukes. Oh, nice. But what does that have to do with immigration? I just this just made me think of it. I don't know if there's been specific stories. I'm sure that they have tackled it. He uh, sounds pretty liberal. Yeah, he's he's he'd be a progressive, I guess. Even though he's re- he's from Kansas, it's kind of interesting. Mom and Pa can't aren't like. What's their political stance? I guess they'd be like liberals. Dude, dude, if Superman came to Earth today and he was raised by a couple, oh god, a white couple from Kansas, they'd be like, <laughs> listen, pedophiles run the government. You need to storm the Capitol. You gotta go instill <laughs> Donald Trump uh, as our president, Clark. You gotta, you oh gotta, you gotta fly god, down to the Capitol dude. and you gotta, you gotta stop these pedophiles, dude. Oh my god, what the. F- fuck world do we live in so what else i mean you know his nickname like in the comics is the big blue boy scout oh i thought it was the man of tomorrow i mean he's been called that he's got but like the other characters refer to him as the big blue boy scout oh 
because he's just such a good guy. Yeah, I know Batman teases him from time to time being like, you're such a Boy Scout. Yeah, because he's everything. He's like the opposite of Bruce in every way. That's why they make really good... That's why they're like buddies in the comics. Yeah. They're just pals, you know? I, I want to talk a little bit about Batman here. Batman uh, played a role like I have not seen any Batman play, he was like kind of the most human character in the movie. I agree. And he is the most. And he wasn't like pissed or anything. He wasn't dark or brooding. He was hopeful. This is like an interesting post I tried to kill Superman and kind of succeeded Batman, which I like. I like Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's good. I liked him in this role. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it as a Batman. Yeah, I, I, it's, I wouldn't want to see it in a standalone, but here, and like I said, Batman with the Justice League is very different from Batman in a standalone film. Here as a Batman in the Justice League, I think it worked pretty well. It. I also am like thinking of how he was in the original cut, which is bad. Like every scene was just like a weird chant, try to make Batman crack a joke. Ah. Uh. No. I hear, you, I hear you talk to fish. Yeah. Literally the scene where he like meets Aquaman that in this cut is like very serious and very somber. He like when, when Aquaman jacks him up against the wall, he's like, so I hear you talk to fish. Ugh. And it's like, why? No. Why that? No. And then there's another scene later where he goes up to Aquaman and he's like, I need you to, I need you to put some feelers out, you know, to like, to like fish. Could you like... <sighs> You like talk to the fish. Oh, that's terrible. That's and they have this like weird conflict. I kind of liked. I didn't think it went anywhere. Where like him and Diana had like a flirtatious. Yeah, thing. baby. I want to see that. I want to see that. That's hot. She's hot. He's hot. I, it... I regret bringing it up. Why are you rubbing your hands? Oh, because I want to see some. Can you... Some. And 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 she's an Amazonian, and he's just a rich guy. He's gonna get his dick broken in half. Oh my god, his dick's gonna look like yours afterwards with the prosthesis and the None of third that. testicle. Oh baby, I just I just so desperately want. <laughs> she's gonna finger his. A- All right, I just I'll want stop. you to have. I just hope that you're like your dick splits in half or something, <laughs> and, you just, and then I can make fun of you, dude. I tell you these things in confidence. I'm sorry. You bring them I'm up sorry. on the podcast, and then you. <laughs> but it's good banter. It's not good banter. It's hurtful. You're okay. a bad person. I'm sorry. You should feel shame. I don't. A deep sense of shame. <laughs> I I do, but not not <laughs> not for that. Shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel a deep sense of shame for something you shouldn't feel shameful about, but then the things you should oh, feel yeah. shameful oh, about, you're yeah. like, nah, fuck that. No, I, I I regret stuff I did when I was eight. I was like, God, that was so selfish. But stuff I say to you, I'm like, oh yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking earned. He this. fucking earned it. Uh, so like, yeah, the it was. I did feel like the end of the movie, like, it feels like a very grim and dark movie that suddenly turns into, like, a crazy Justice League. Like, and now Flash is running back through time, and Superman's fucking... Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, wow, this is... This is escalating. It was a a dark movie, which I appreciated. And then the finale was... It was a CGI bombastic nonsense. It was a CGI poop fest. Just a CGI poop. In the original cut, 
I think they realized that there were, like, no human characters around, so they introduced this, like, Ukrainian family that, like, lived in that town. Why? And they just kept cutting back to them, and it's just so awful. Like, you just don't care. You're like, I don't care about this little family that is nearby the Justice League. And then, like, the Flash saves some of them, and it's like, ugh. I was so glad they were gone. The whole time I thought Batman's a human, so he's gonna get hurt. No. But then he hops on the alien gun and like pew 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 pew. Yeah, pew. I'm Batman. Bang! Big that bang, was really. Gun. It was just really weird. Every scene was just. I I also thought it was funny that Batman like really couldn't take down one of these guys. So every time we got into a fight with one, it was like this prolonged battle with one bug. And yeah. Then, and then Wonder Woman would just like just wipe like, out like yeah, nine yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Batman. You. I don't know. I was rooting for Batman. I normally I'm like. Like, when I watch The Dark Knight, I'm like, God, I hope the Joker wins. But, like, here I was like, you know what, Batman? Because, like, I felt like, because he was a human and the rest were metahumans, I was like, he, he's he's one of us. Like he's, he should, Yeah? yeah. You, you felt like the billionaire was our... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He was my... He was, there was a shot at the very end of the movie where he just had, like, a giant bat tank that we hadn't seen in the rest of the yeah, movie. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah, his technology too was like, how do you have the budget for that? I know you're a billionaire, but like the Nightcrawler fucking thing. <laughs> I they just I I swear Zack Snyder does not know that Batman is like really good in a fight. Exactly. So they just have him fucking bring <clears throat> different vehicles with bigger guns. Like yeah, like. Was, Why was there a whole plot about a, a, a plane that wouldn't fly? The the Clark or uh, the Superman ship? No, the he has like the bat carrier. Oh, and it yeah. was like they're like, "What's wrong with this?" He's like, "It just won't fly." And then in Cyborg's like, "She wants to fly. I'm gonna <laughs> teach you to fly." I'm like, "What is that? Why is that this was... such an important?" And then Alfred is like standing outside of it and waving, and it just like. Zoomed. And it's like, dude, he would get knocked on his ass. I just, it was such a weird, I was like, I don't get why you're putting so, also they could just fly to Russia. Yeah. Why is that? Oh yeah, and why the fuck was Steppenwolf, what was, where was that, Russia? It was, <laughs> yeah, I think, or like the Ukraine, or like just some, just generic, some Eastern European empty place with a nuke village, silo. yeah. And, and, and. Stop. Dude, right, stop I'm it. I'm sorry. Just be cognizant I'm shrugging. Of I'm loudly no, shrugging. I'm loudly shrugging. You just keep banging your arm. Um What other what other um dumb. What did you hate about the movie? I've talked about what I don't like. I, I really didn't hate anything, but I think it's cause like I don't know. I I I I went into this with a very different perspective than I do the Marvel ones. Cause because Marvel will have stuff that I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, there are scenes in Iron Man 2 where I was like, this is so stupid. Like, fuck this. But here I was like, well, yeah, of course it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, I thought... I will say, like, it's hard... I like watching Zack Snyder put... It's like, it's, inter- it's interesting. It's like, interesting. The way he shoots scenes is like, oh. Yeah. This is it. Like, it's a lot and it's always slow and it's always super saturated. But I also, like the slow mo. It's like dark, very colorless, but also super saturated. Mm-hmm. 
It's a weird It's definitely an aesthetic. It, it, I appreciate that it's so different than the Marvel aesthetic. Because the Marvel aesthetic is very warm and colorful. Where this was like dark, saturated, vicious. Like just looking at Steppenwolf was like, damn, that's violent. This is a violent. The Marvel do. characters also don't like... These characters are so powerful, and I think he likes to show that. Like, yeah. when they burst through a wall, it's, like, fucking yeah. so much damage. Mm-hmm. And when they throw each other, they whip each other, like, halfway across the yeah. continent. Yeah. And in the Thor movies, he's strong, but he's never, like, too strong because it'll look a little weird. He's not taking out buildings and shit. Yeah, and this, they're just like, oh, yeah, I can offhandedly backhand you into into fucking Siberia. Yeah. Or whatever. When Superman like flips, flicks Batman into that cop car. yeah. I was like, dude, he would die. Just (laughs) literally like, I don't care how much armor you have on. He would die. He would fucking die. Well, yeah. Batman gets away with a lot of rubber. So so would Iron Man. Anytime his iron suit crashed into anything. Yeah. So would would be a puddle inside of that armor. Yeah. It's true. Uh, All superheroes are super durable. Super, super unrealistic. Dude, there was a part where Flash was running fast, so fast that the the pavement was like crushing under him and he was barefoot. And I was mm-hmm. like, so how, what's the logistics yeah. here? Yeah. Just, if you just sit and think about a guy running the speed I, of light. The, the, his shoes exploding though. Yeah, just his shoes. So not, cool. But not the rest of his clothes. You just wanted to see his dong. His just, just his lightning fast dong. Just yeah. flapping around. This movie needed more dongs. Oh yeah, did Cyborg lose his dong in the car accident? Uh, I think that is implied, yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's... Of all the things. Yeah, dude. That's the worst. That, like his father couldn't build him a robot penis? Well, he could probably form a robot penis. He can make a missile launcher, I assume, is robot. What, what would Freud say about that? It's like, ah, your father built you a robot penis. Your father, whom <laughs> you watched die, killed your mother to build you a robot penis. What would, yeah, what would you say were the um, hypersexual overtones of this movie? I think every character was in love with each other. <laughs> I will say, uh, in the original cut, there's a lot more like Flash accidentally falls on Wonder Woman and his face is in her cleavage. Oh, and then there's flat. like another scene where Aquaman is sitting on the lasso and he's just, he's like, you don't know it at first. He's just like, oh, I don't know, guys, I'm kind of scared. And like, you're hot as fuck. And he's like talking to Diana. Oh. And, it, and then they're like, uh oh, he had the lasso this whole time. Uh, it's like, why, why do we need to unnecessarily to ogle. ogle Gal Gadot? I, you know, I have to say, I really. There was a shot of just her ass. Did you notice that? I don't know what have been the original cut when they like get off the plane and it's the two of them and then her ass. I don't remember which cut that was. No, but I'm going to rewatch it tonight. <laughs> I really liked Wonder Woman. I liked her like female empowerment storyline. Uh, I think it's really cool. I, I think it's really cool how like the little girl was like, I want to grow up and be like you. Yeah. And it that. made me think about that little conversation we had last week about representation mattering. And I think it does matter. I just personally don't give a fuck if Scarlet Witch is Jewish or not. But... I do concede that, yeah, representation does matter. And it does matter to a lot of people out there that here's this like strong 
woman who's, you know, can go toe-to-toe with Superman and is fucking up some terrorists. <laughs> well, not in this movie. Yeah. You know? They gave her, like, two parts where she's like, oh, okay, she can take a headbutt from Superman. Mm-hmm. But then he very casually is like, <laughs> away yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Which I... Which frustrates me because they go toe-to-toe in the comics a lot. And um, usually... I, I think... I think he's more powerful than her, but, like, she holds her own longer. So, yeah, I I thought, I figured we'd have more to, like, rag on, but it was... I liked seeing, like, his version. Yeah. It's much better than the shitty one. It goes to show that, like... And I think this is with Marvel movies superhero films are hyper-saturated. We have so many of them. Yeah. So they need to have a directorial, a strong directorial vision. Yes. Thor 3. Yeah. Psycho YT. Yep. Absolute best. The Russo brothers, when mm-hmm. they put together a, a superhero yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, um, Like Winter Soldier. Yeah, Or the, yeah. the big Avengers team-up ones. Or like uh, the Spider-Man movie was like here is a very mm-hmm. strong like teen comedy yeah with superhero elements exactly and it, like this was like okay here is zach fucking snyder mm-hmm. at his snyderiest. snyderiest and it's true it's like it was a mess but it felt like i think it just shows that it's really important you can't fuck around with like you know scorsese criticized comic book movies by saying they're this like production thing the director isn't allowed to have their vision and i think he's kind of right so that when a superhero movie like the director is allowed to have their vision it really shines it really shines and i think we're gonna keep seeing more i mean look at wandavision yeah other than Maybe the end. That was a very strong director. Falcon and the Winter Soldier thus far has been uh, astonishingly good for, like, well, it's a lot about PTSD and, like, being a veteran. And I'm mm. like, oh, hooray. Yeah. And, like, how shitty it is. And, like, how America... There was a scene in... The, I can't wait to talk about it. There was a scene in this one where I was like, oh, we have to do this for the podcast. It's... Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's also, like, it's going to be funny because there's a lot of racial tension in it Ooh, that I'm so sure is going to make you... Get those car keys ready! Make you real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, were there any were there any scenes in this movie that, uh... Oh, uh, Adam was in this? Who's Adam? Adam, so the original Adam is Ray Palmer, but he has, like, another character takes up the mantle who was the, uh, the side doctor scientist that was like the one who was like if you shoot the laser the asian guy oh oh I yeah didn't say it but you made me oh i yeah i did make you no yeah it seemed like yeah who is he he's the adam in the comics is that a hero a superhero yeah he shrinks he's like ant-man but oh in the adam is more like going into people's bodies and stuff like he shrinks <laughs> like down for to, prostate exams uh yeah <laughs> Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher, I think Fisher, Ray Palmer. Ray Palmer is the original, uh, and then this is like the guy who took up the mantle later. What I, they said his name, I forget his name, but I heard it and I was like, oh, that's the Adam. I wonder if they were setting it, something there. I, largely pretty forgettable because mm-hmm. until they said his name, I didn't care. Yeah, at the was. end, at the end, they like made a point of being like, 
it's your ship now. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, that's the Adam. Okay. And then uh, Martian Manor obviously was there. Uh, who who were the other... Were there any other cameos? Or like... Oh, there was a Green Lantern in the beginning. Yeah, there were a couple of shots with the Green Lantern. And it's... I thought he was supposed to be a really important Justice League member. There are uh, 4,000 some odd Green Lanterns. Oh. Or something. Or larger. There's two Green Lanterns... One, one or two Green Lanterns per sector... And Earth is in sector 2816. How the fuck do you know this shit? That I is some, really like comics. That's some nerd shit. Oh my god. So there are at least 2,816 Green Lanterns. And one of them is, is it Brian Reynolds. <laughs> I might be getting the number wrong. I wonder if I'll get corrected on the chat. Uh, that that Green Lantern is just like they die and their ring picks a new person. So that would have been like a ten thousand year years ago Green Lantern. Which is the most famous Green Lantern? Probably uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So there's Hal Jordan. There's John Jones. No, John Jones is um is is a Martian Manhunter. Oh wait, is that John Johns? John Paul Jones. There was. There was, the did you see the, did you, did you see the, uh, he's a Marine, John Stewart. John Stewart is the other John one. Stewart, the anchor of the Daily Show? No, this is a different John Stewart, who is a black guy, so you'd... Okay, you'd why do you have to bring race into this? Because he's a black Green Lantern, he's great. Hand me he's the a car Marine. keys. He's a Marine, and, uh, he was in the show, he was in the cartoon Justice League, remember that? I never watched it. Oh. Well, because you're racist. Yeah. And then after that, there was Guy Gardner, who is a ginger. Oh, I, I he sounds familiar. He's a he's like a New York Brooklyn. Uh, he's a Boston. New York no, he's, Brooklyn he's ginger. He's like I'm a Boston. Hey, yo, Tom Brady. Yeah. Greatest me. quarterback. I've got orange hair and it's go, a huge plop. Go point. pack the car. I'm the green fucking lantern. And then there was Kyle. <laughs> Rainer, oh yeah, the fourth one who was just like a white dude, an artist fellow. And then after that, I don't remember his name, but I think there's two Middle Eastern Green Lanterns. I think. Okay. Uh, so there's been like so. So it's not like a steady character. It's like new people become the Green Lantern. Hal Jordan has a whole thing and then his, I think John Stewart got it from him and then he stopped being the Lantern and then for a while Guy Gardner and John Stewart were both uh, Green Lanterns together and they were like partners and then Hal Jordan was doing his own thing. So like, yes and no. There's, so, there's they're like space cops so, ooh, like all of the, literally it's space cops with magic rings and they go around like doing space crimes. Doing space crimes? Stopping space Stopping crimes. Stopping space crimes. And sometimes doing space crimes. Yeah, hell yeah. Because, like, Kyle Rayner was the only Green Lantern for a while because all the other ones got killed, I think. Damn. And then they, like, came back. His, uh, John, no, Hal Jordan, like, became Parallax, I think. Or the, I don't know, he, he wiped out his own city and then, like, did a bunch of bad things. And... Wow. Comics are complicated, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, you're just... The Martian Manhunter is from Mars. He's the last Martian, and he has shape-shifting powers and telekinesis and can phase through walls and is super strong and super fast and can fly and has laser vision. Um, but 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 like he's no good against fire. <laughs> <laughs> so sucks for sucks to suck, man. He can like turn into dragons and shit. He kind of seems like the DC. 
not not his powers, but he seems well. I guess like the DC version of the Vision, kinda, because he's a weirdo and he mm-hmm. like he's very alien to everyone else, and he like connects the team with his telepathy often. Yeah, and he usually like lives in the Watchtower, and, and he's like he's like a soft boy. You know, his, it's just, oh, I just, vision. I just want to get along. I don't want to. You like, saw him for two scenes, and that was your takeaway. Well, I'm, I'm more so talking about the vision. Oh, <laughs> the vision. I don't know about. The vision is like, oh, Wanda, what's going on here, darling? Oh, <laughs> like, fuck you. You're a superhero. Figure it out. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. My favorite DC character was Lobo. Oh, Lobo. The main man. That makes sense for you. Yeah, he was like the spawn of DC. He was cool. He has a motorcycle. He has a motor. He's like a 90s Rob Zombie motorcycle riding. He's the most 90s. Him or Cable with all his fucking... Oh, yeah. Anything Rob Liefeld probably drew. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Fucking Spawn, Cable, Lobo. Wolverine, Punisher, that other guy. That was my <laughs> shit, dude. Dude, you get a fucking Mountain Dew from Taco Bell. Stop blast it, motherfucker. And you fucking play Sonic the Hedgehog and you read all about Lobo's space adventures. And once every comic he says bastard. And you're like, hell yeah, that's a swear word. And then you listen to Korn's self-titled album and you spike your hair. Because it's 1998. Yeah, frosted tips, baby. Yeah, baby! And then you pierce your left ear because if yeah. you pierce your right ear, you're gay. Yeah, you don't want to be gay. You don't want to be gay. At least yet. You gotta, you gotta be like, hey, before I get my ear pierced, is this the gay is this ear? Is the gay ear? Yeah. I don't wanna, I don't wanna be considered, I don't wanna. Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't. The 90s. Yeah, that was, that was a. We're down to 16 viewers, so... Thank you for letting me know that we've steadily declined yeah. in viewership throughout our, our podcast. So, is there is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, I will say that, like, I, I definitely feel like I identify more with, like, Marvel characters mm-hmm. and their, and their like, sh- struggles. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get the same... I do... I don't think this movie is very, like, war porn. There's not a no. lot of military and not a lot of soldiers. No. The U.S. government is not involved at all. As opposed to, like, Man of Steel, where there was, like, a lot of that. Yeah. Um, He, like, fought the military and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this movie was... was uh, I don't know. It, it didn't... It didn't feel... It didn't have any of that, like, stuff in it. Yeah. Even the fighting at the beginning was more like fantasy, like here's some Atlanteans and Oh yeah. Here's Zeus and and like Hercules and it's like it doesn't while they're fighting like a war, it it's doesn't not, it's, it's like fantasy. It's war. like a Lord of the Rings type deal. Yeah. You know? But I guess in a way that kind of glorifies war, don't you think? Because it's like, yeah, awesome, yeah. Yeah, look look at Zeus being like pew pew in the Green Lantern. Like, yeah. Um, I will say that you know, uh, one thing is that there was a lot of uh, uh, body dysmorphic moments. Let's say a lot of shirtless people, super tight muscles, um, freakishly inhumanly tight. Uh, S- Superman had his shirt off in that first scene. 
And I was like, dude, you look fucking dehydrated. Of course he's dehydrated. They do that for the shoot. Yeah. And it's like, why does that have to be like the standard? Like. You're asking why Zack Snyder from 300 fame. Oh, he he made 300 guys with eight packs. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not healthy to have that be the ideal body. I mean, I get it. Like. It sells and all that shit, but like, come on, like if like it's just kind of gross, I think. But I get that it's a superhero movie; it's not necessarily realistic. But like, I don't know. I've done a lot of work where it doesn't really like affect me that much anymore. But like, it used to. It really used to. But you know, whatever. The world's not going to change. But I would. I wouldn't mind seeing like. You know, I really like in this new Batman movie, uh, what's his name? The guy from Twilight, Chris Pattinson. Pattinson. He's like, yeah, I'm just not going to work out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yes. He's like, I'm just, you know, <laughs> it's going to be so great. It's going to be so sick. <laughs> He's going to be just like a guy. Like on the couch, eating chips. And then it's like, oh, the Joker's doing some shit. I guess I'll put this on. <laughs> it's gonna be great that's what i want to see i i doubt he's gonna be like schlubby i don't think that he's I gonna know go, you think he's gonna have like my body type where no it's like quarantine no, he's just I, been eating a lot of sugar i think he'll be like a little like a little skinnier i think i i don't know i i uh, i guess since i don't have body dysmorphia it's not um something that i really like notice or care about but mm. i can see the where you're coming from here there is a part of me that's like, yeah, but Superman's got super strength, so it makes sense that he's a big, a big beefy, beefy. Yeah, boy. but guys who are like, like strong men, they're not like cut. They're like big. But yeah, that's not, true. They're not like dehydrated little muscle boys. Does it bother you that like everyone in a comic book is drawn to be like superhero proportions, where they're all like the biggest those muscles can be, and all the women are look like Amazons and. I I mean, I it I don't know if it bothers me. It, I wouldn't say it bothers me, but I can tell it affects me. How's that? That's fair. You know, it, it's not like I'm offended, but I can tell that subconsciously. It when is, you look at something like the Statue of David, do you consider that to be the same? As no, like, no, because David is not. David it's is, like the perfect human. Right? Isn't that kind of the point of the the Statue of David? Yeah, like you're but human... he, it, it's not like David has like deep purposely... Oh, over... he does. Have you gone and looked at David lately? It's, it's Let's bring it up. He is like perfectly chiseled musculature down to the Statue veins in the sides of, of his... David. It's... Or like any Greek. No, that looks you fine. You don't think this fucking... That looks look, fine. At, look at that! Look at those it... fucking ribs! You have that muscle? No. There? That little side chunk rib muscle? No, I look think at that's those fine. I, I, think that's a, I think that's a very natural look. I think you're they just saying that because he's got a tiny penis. No, they didn't lift weights back then or like drink creatine or like know to dehydrate Dude, this themselves. This guy looks fucking... I, I think that's a... I never... He doesn't look like cartoony muscles like the way... Chris Hemsworth does when he takes off his shirt. <laughs> I am in all seriousness. That's, I guess. I don't know. I think like he's in very good shape, but I, I, I don't see that. And I'm like, oh fuck, I should look like 
No, he looks... He's just I like, mean, there are people who look like that. Yeah, I know. And I hate so them. like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, how dare you do that to me? What like, if... What if... Okay, what if some of the superheroes were like super buff, but then there was like a schlubby guy on the team? I would, I would love that. Would you prefer if there were like a couple schlubby... Yeah. Cause like you know, Paul Rudd got a six pack for Ant Man, yeah. and it's like, did he have did, to? Does he have does to? Does Ant Man need to have a six pack? Yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange, <laughs> fucking. Do- to be fair, Benjamin Cumberbatch has never taken off his shirt and been like ripped. You to mean play Bened- Benedict Pumpkin Patch? That's uh, his no, name. I respect him and just <laughs> and just you know say his name. He yeah, he's never taken off his shirt, but you know what the problem with him is. His face it's fucking British. is so angular and beautiful, it gives me face dysmorphia. How dare he be it's like, how physically fuck beautiful? You, you have those fucking cheekbones. Fuck you. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah, like, do you work out your jaw? Like, what the fuck, asshole? What about, <laughs> did, da- did Jason Momoa bother you? No. Because he just looks like that? No, oddly enough, he, he, he didn't make... He just, he looks weird because the tattoos looked really weird. I, that didn't look unnatural, but it was like when, during that battle scene, there was this dude with like, just like cartoonishly, cartoon abs. <laughs> and I was like, what, why? Like, why? And that took me out of the whole scene. I forgot what was even going on. Supposedly Dark Side killed someone and people were, I was like, cartoon abs. That's all I see. You know, that's my life. Give me my car keys. There you go. All right. I think I've run out of things to say. Yeah, I've uh, run out of things too. Nothing. Uh, let's see. We covered broad strokes. I'm trying to remember if there was anything that like stood out to me that like I forgot. I thought the Martian Manhunter thing was weird. Like that he like convinces. It's one of those things where it was like, I was like, oh, the Martian Manhunter. And then I thought about that for like more than a half a second. I was like, if I were like any general audience, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck is this character? Yeah. It, it it definitely was a movie geared towards people who were very, very familiar with the comics. Yes. You know, because like, I, I've read some DC, not a lot. If you don't know who the Martian Manhunter is, you have not read a lot of DC. No, I knew who the Martian Manhunter was from oh, I the cartoon. You, but, but you said you didn't watch the cartoon. I know. Look, I know who fucking Martian Manhunter. Then you, but you missed John Stewart. You racist. He was one of seven characters. John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Yeah, in the cartoon. Uh, no, I. Hot I girl just, and I happen. All right, I just know who Martian Manhunter is. I don't know I where it's a Mandela effect. Kind or, of surprised. Is a... I just don't know. I know who he is. I think because I did read Marvel vs. DC when they had that like crossover. I've done that a few times, yeah. And then they had the Amalgam universe. With the one character both of them share. Yeah. That, that, that tries to keep the universes apart. And Wolverine and Batman were Darkclaw. <laughs> oh, are they combined? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dumb. And I remember, I remember reading Darkclaw and on the back cover was an ad for Tales from the Punchbowl by Primus. <laughs> See, that was my second Primus reference. And, you did it. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Primus to all times. But yeah, I, I like, it wasn't until my roommate explained like, oh, they were going to do Flashpoint. And oh, and then you explained a lot of that shit about whatever. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Where Marvel is like, we know you don't know who 
war machine is. So we're going to explain it to you. You're going to understand it. Here they're like, yeah, Steppenwolf. Some of it, like later Marvel movies, I'm sure that if you went in and had no idea who any of the characters were, you'd be like, huh, who is he? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the 32nd film in you can, an anthology. You can go back and have this it explained like to you. This is, like, the fourth Justice yeah. League film. And they're bringing out just, like, yeah, hey, you know, we've never referenced him. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. He's exactly. been around the whole time. Exactly. By the way, Batman, I'm the Martian man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. It, was, it was dumb. It was very dumb. Uh, I... I my big takeaways from the whole film, yay for Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um yay for I guess yay for Jared Leto. He just really wanted this real bad. He did? He just he he like thinks he did a really good job with the Joker and he's like, <sighs> "Well, you didn't see all my scenes and that's why I was terrible in Suicide Squad." So this does not vindicate Suicide <laughs> Squad. <laughs> I think this was, this felt, I was like, I guess it's in the future, but this just feels like he's doing an impression of other Jokers. Exactly. That's what I thought. Taking a little bit of Jack Nichol, Nichol, Nicholas, Nicholson? Nicholson. Taking a little bit of Heath Ledger. I heard some Mark Hamill in there. Yeah. Somebody said he sounded like Jim Carrey doing the Joker. And I was like, yep. It, I kind of see that. I, I said, like... One sentence he would say something, and I was like, that's terrible. But then he'd say another line and be like, all right, that's not bad. I didn't... There's like a part of me that kind of wishes I could see where this all went. Me too. But in the way that I want to watch a train wreck hit another train. I would want to watch it on HBO Max. I would not want to go to a theater to see this. I think that's what makes this movie so unique. Is I think I would still not have liked this if this were... If they had put this in theaters, I'd probably be like, I don't like this. Yeah. This is long and indulgent and annoying. and But I'm like, but I got to sit at home. Yeah. And I was smoking bowls between yeah. each fucking... Hell yeah, you were. Every time they were like, part two, I was like, you mean... And I would get up and I'd go fucking... Yeah. Or I'd just pause it and fuck off to do something. And... Mm-hmm. No, I did it the same it's way. T- I will say, um, I've watched a few movies this year like that. And it's, it is changing the way that I consume cinema. Because, like, I will watch a movie. Like, I went to the movies a lot. I usually go, like, once a week because I just like the theater-going experience. Yep. Um, But, like, there are some movies where I'm like, I don't want to fucking... Yeah. I don't want to watch this in a theater. I don't want to wait. And then Because like, there's a lot of... But if you could just go watch it at home, it's like, okay, I'll fucking... You know, I'll check out this... Whatever. This piece of crap. I, well, I'm trying to remember, like, the last... There's a few movies I've checked out um, because of that. What cartoon did I just watch? I watched Raya and the Last Dragon, which wasn't as good as I wanted it to be Oof. for, like, a Pixar Disney film. Uh, but I watched it at home, so I was like, whatever. Did you watch Wonder Woman 1984? I did, and I... It's funny, because I watched it at home, and I was watching it, and I was like, I don't really like this. But, I, like, I had generally decent feelings about it until i got on the internet and people were pointing things out and i was like oh yeah that is shitty mm-hmm. oh yeah that's shitty too and it, but it like because i i feel like i put less stock into it exactly that's that that was me with this was like if i had paid 20 bucks and like gotten popcorn and with like some friends to go see this the bad parts would have been like oh fuck 
But here it's like... If I had to pee for any amount of this yeah, movie... Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a very... Is that... You know? Like... Yeah. Do you imagine sitting through some of those scenes, like, being like, I gotta pee. Dude, a- anytime, like, they would start to talk about, like, the plan or the cube, I would be like, it's phone time. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborg would be like, whoa, we have to get into the enemy base in order to be like, Twitter, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. So. I, I'm going to be, because I'm almost fully vaccinated. I'll be, I'll be fully vaccinated mid-April. Yeah, uh, I have plans to see Black Widow in theaters, which I'm very excited about, because theaters will be open, and I guess it'll be safe. So, I'm like... Yay! But I won't have time to see, or I won't be fully vaccinated by the time Kong vs. Godzilla comes out. See, that's a movie I would not see in theaters. Now, I'm of two minds, because all the monster battle parts I want to see in IMAX. Everything else, I don't. Yeah. I don't, these movies spend so much time with, like, human characters that I don't care about. Yeah. And I just want to see a giant Godzilla monster fight another King kaiju Kong. yeah i want yeah. them to i want it on the giant imax but i don't want to watch millie bobby brown be like oh no i have a family godzilla like i'm not don't, not that i don't like millie bobby brown but i don't go to imax to watch yeah, yeah. i just want to see punching yeah so like i i'm gonna see that it's like next week i think and I, i'll it'll be interesting to see how like watching a movie like that at home. Well, you have for free. You have that 4K curved TV. I do. Which is pretty it's it's not quite the movie experience, but watching this I was like, "Damn, I wish I was watching it on your TV." It was nice, although the 4:3 aspect ratio. Oh, did it shrink it? Did you, what what did you watch it on? I watched it on a, first the computer and then You what? didn't notice it was a square? No. It not on the TV. I would just hit full screen. Wait, what? Did you not have, like, the side of your screen as big black? Not that I noticed, no. It, like, starts the movie and it's like, this is... I know it says 432 to, like, capture Zack Snyder's original vision. Because that's the IMAX. Oh. He had it in the IMAX format, which is why on every widescreen TV it looks dumb. It'll look dumb either way. It looked like when you'd watch a movie on like basic cable and they like just zoom snapped in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it's definitely interesting uh, being a movie fan and seeing like, I mean, this is crazy that we got a ninety million dollar director's cut. Yeah, and I wonder if like if enough people are jazzed about this, will they go back and be like, "All right, Zach, here, make Nightmare Superman." Dude, I fucking... would. I these movies are like entertaining. I don't care. Like I this see one it. was. I did. I still think Batman v Superman is like a slog to watch. It's like it's not fun. Ah, uh, it's it's. I I would love for you to rewatch it and see if you have a good time. We could do it. Next I week. hate that movie. I don't want to watch it. Okay. It's w- it's a four it's like a four hour movie adjust of Batman and Superman being miserable. I know it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so none great. of the fun bits. It's no no so Flash great. or Cyborg or Goofy Aquaman. Yeah, none of the ugh. They're sending emails to each other. <laughs> Martha. Martha. 
You have a mom too? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to completely change my entire stance. It's just raining the whole movie. The whole movie. And and doesn't a bomb go off in like Congress uh-huh. or some shit? In a wheelchair. There's like this really convoluted plot that Lex Luthor puts together. Yeah. There's like a scene where he introduces Bruce Wayne and, and Clark Kent as if they're equals. And it's like there's absolutely no reason for a billionaire to be meeting this low-level reporter mm-hmm. at the Daily Planet mm-hmm. other than the fact that we know that, that there are other superheroes, yeah. There I don't know. So many shots of, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg putting his fingers in people's mouths. I like Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> as Lex Luthor. You do? He's, he- He's doing like this weird Mark Zuckerberg thing. I know. I like it because I have. I just. Ugh. I like. Ba- I like bad things. You. D- I like. <laughs> I have a limp biscuit tattoo. You were going on earlier about. I like a thing and it could be not be good. And it's like, yeah, that's. I like it. I know it's terrible. Yeah, but like. Sending a bunch of oil riggers to space to blow up an asteroid is silly and fun. Oh, but oh. having having Mark Zuckerberg put piss in a congresswoman's <laughs> it's just so dour, dude. You're making me want to rewatch Grace. it right now. <laughs> just all this there. It does have probably the best Batman scene put to film when he's fighting all those bad guys and it's just crazy brutal. Oh, and he's killing them. He's shooting them, right? No, he doesn't shoot them. This is when he like. Goes to save Clark's mom, mm-hmm. which is kind of an odd thing to do because Superman is, is Superman. Superman. And I'm yeah. like, why don't you just go yeah. save her? <laughs> don't worry, Clark. I, an unpowered human, will go save your mom. Yeah. It's like, but he he could. And he just like murders them, right? Uh, it, it, It's not like he's ripping off heads, but they're probably dead. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I, You're I, wrong. I like bad th- I like movies that piss you off. That's fair. Right? Because you liked Iron Giant and I was... Oof. Yeah, bring that up. That's We need more emails about yeah. that. Alright, well we came in at three hours. Hell yeah, three hours and one minute. Uh, everyone who stuck around, um, donate to the Patreon. Yep. You know, uh, two more months for me to f- find a home. Don't give up yet. Uh, I've got a, I got an email of someone being like, I'm so glad you found a place. And I was like, nope. <laughs> nope, I, I have I have not found a place. Hey, tell your friends about this podcast. Yeah, tell your friends. Send us emails of how we could improve. Although uh, I'll probably get annoyed about the criticism. So. I'll read them and I'll respond kindly. Well, he'll text me about what a douche you are, and then he'll respond very kindly. No, I don't do that. We, I, I I I responded to several Patreon. You did. You were very today, kind, and they were very nice. Uh, someone Are you today? sent me, someone's no. This was the other day. Someone sent me a Mike Pence gay porn parody <laughs> that I really enjoyed <laughs> on multiple levels. It was great. So yeah. yeah, keep keep signing on to the page. The page. Keep listening. Tell your friends about us. Hop tell on your to family. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, keep keep this alive, baby. Keep yeah. hope alive. You're the only reasons we keep doing this. Yeah. Because uh, much like the Mythbusters, we can't stand each other anymore. As yeah. soon as the, the I, I stop hitting record, Gene we, looks at me just, and he goes, fuck you. Yeah. And then we uh and then we have like aggressive gay sex. <laughs> yeah. In the way I imagine we, we, all men who hate each other we, do. We touch each other's prostates anally. <laughs> 
<laughs> with our tongues. <laughs> uh, well, I did this to myself. <laughs> and I start sniffing Pat's varicose vein third ball. <laughs> I hate you so much. It, it emits this oil that I rub on my forehead. What the and fuck I are you doing? Hallucinate into the future. You're like, oh no, Lois is the key. We gotta send back Flash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, we don't do that. We, but if you sign up to our Patreon... But hey, if you give us enough money... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. oh, That was a great way to end the episode. Anyway, uh, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>